if you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. After party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. I'm puking in the kitchen and then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Conversion tales on WCAP after time. Everybody. The circus is in town. Are you going to be uh, driving any dudes in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks on them and stuff. That's what happens when you rub my tum tum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, welcome to the after party of 980 WCAP. How are you? I'm Chris Publon, joined in studio. I have uh, the one and only Gabby Davis. Can you uh, wiggle the back? Just Act. yeah, there you go. Yeah, can you, you hear, hear that? Me? Yeah, wiggle can the back. Can you hear me now? <laughs> we can hear you. Oh, excellent. Hey, everyone. I know uh, Mike Laplante. He's doing a comedy show in Pelham, but he's going to be on his way here uh, soon in the next half hour, hour That's so or so. Cool. Yeah, and we also have Mr. Bob Philpot, who's been here for. He reminded me. I feel like a jerk. Two years is his anniversary. Happy two years. <laughs> You got to turn your mic off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> two years and I still haven't figured out the board. I, I know. Hey, you know what? Hey, you're still smashing them bricks, making the coins, and uh, it, it's almost it pays you to do this job. It, it does. <laughs> and uh, hey, you know what? We also will have you if you want to give us a call at any time during the program at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. But uh, yeah, once again, hey, thank you, Bob, for being here every Thursday. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. You really, you make this a whole lot easier on me. Uh, so I, I don't have to work it myself, and you you make it so I can just kind of sit here and mumble about random things for no reason. Hey, I enjoy it. You know, the, the beer tastings are nice. <laughs> you have some sure. good guests. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know next week we're actually going to have musicians. Uh, it was uh, uh, Back to the Port, Back to Port. I met them. Uh, I met one of the uh, people in the band uh, when I went to British Beer Company, uh, and uh, we set up the date. I, he gave me a CD, and I, I really liked it, so... I, uh, yeah, we got them booked for next week. Nice. A uh, few things I want to chat about before we get the show on the road. Um, first of all, once again, uh, hello, lady friend. Hi. Um, how are you? I'm pretty well, actually. I had a lot of fun today. <laughs> good, good. Anyway, enough about you. <laughs> well, hey. I wasn't that blunt. 
Yeah. Uh, I went uh, to Uncharted for the first time today. You did? Yeah, for the first time. Hey, I recommended that. I know you did. A lot of people did. I hear a lot about it here uh, at the station, a lot of events. And uh, and my worry, though, is I was worried I was going to have to look at art if I go in there. I know there's a few times I, I'd go there and I'd just stare through the window. I'm like, I just want, I just want the pizza. I don't want to look at any... I don't want to. Am I pressured to look at anything? No, you're not pressured to look at anything. You just go there, order a beer, and order some food, and uh, it was it was really good. I got to say, and I ran into a professor of mine, uh, uh, an old professor. Well, not he's he's not old, but uh, remember when I took an art class at UMass Lowell? Oh, oh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, tell uh, me about that. I ran into that professor, and uh, he has thrown together uh, him along with um, another person as well, an, an organizer, him, uh, Michael Roundy and Bianca Morrow. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. And uh, they're putting this event together called uh, the Lowell Kinetic Sculpture Race. That's so cool. Yeah, if you go on Facebook and check it out, it's uh, it, it, it's pretty cool. You can find it. You can find all the information. And what it is is there's a bunch of teams, and they put together like uh uh, it, it's, uh, let me see, uh, let me just read the description here. What is a kinetic sculpture and race? Kinect- kinetic sculptures are all-terrain, human-powered art sculptures engineered to race over road, water, mud, and sand. Kinetic sculptures are amazing works of art. Many are animated with moving parts like blinking eyes, opening mouths, heads that move side to side and up and down. These machines of art usually are made uh, from what some people consider junk or better put recycled materials so these people they make so entertaining these interesting vehicles out of recycled materials and like on the picture they have examples of uh, uh, these wacky looking crazy looking bikes wow Um, I I mean with with mushrooms and I uh, I I guess I mean I'm still I'm I'm new to this here. I'm new. Well, what he did, he, he asked me, and it's going on September 24th, so you have some time to plan to be here, and it's a 10-mile race around Lowell. <laughs> it starts on Market Street. That sounds a just race? crazy. Yeah, it's a race. It's I a, wonder how fast they can go. The Lowell race will be approximately ten uh, a 10-mile course with several miles of paved roads, obstacle course, cobblestone streets, and a section of water in which the vehicles will be floating and navigating to the next section of the race. Oh, and, uh, multi- First of all, vehicles. Where are they going in the water? I'm, I'm, I'm very. Oh my gosh! Are you going into a canal or? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do my homework. They must because be. That's all we have here in. Oh, well, we guess the Merrimack River. I guess they're going to have a PA system and everything, and he wants me to host it. He wants me to announce for it. Aye aye. And uh, Captain. So uh, you know what? I I can't pass this opportunity up. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do my homework, and that seems like a ton of fun. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to that. So that's September 24th. That's hey, don't. I'm not going to, you know, rush it or anything because I really want to enjoy the summer. But just knowing that once the summer's over, I got plenty to look forward to. I'm a happy fella. So, that is one event and once again, you're you're yeah, here Yeah, put a lot that on your calendar. Save the that. date. So that is in and like I said, get on the Facebook, check it out, Lowell Kinetic Sculpture Race and uh look that up on Facebook and uh the right. event should pop right up. Yeah, maybe you can put a team together now. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh another thing I want to talk about is a Navigation Brewing Company. Ooh, I like them. I know you do. Uh they're uh, they're having their second uh anniversary coming up. It's going to be May 12th. I already, uh, thank you, thank you. Well, oh, no, he uh, didn't forget about that one. No. What do you think about that, Bob? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Well, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're not going to have a show that night. 
And I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you, we're not going to have a show uh, May 5th and May 12th. Uh, mainly because, well, May 5th, I'm going to be going to uh, the Grape Expectation. That's going to be a lot of fun. And I don't, you know... I'm slacking here. I'm slacking. I don't want to lose all that sleep. Write a newscast. Go have, you know, schmooze. Right, that's for the sorry. Merrimack Valley Food Bank. Right. I'll, I'll have more information on that because I know I've been uh, hearing a lot about it. It's silly for me not to have all that information ready in front of me, considering I just stared at a notebook for the last half hour. Anyway, uh, Navigation Brewing Company, they're going to be doing their two-year anniversary, May 12th, and uh, they asked me to MC the event. Oh, we'll be there. So, and for me, I... I thought that was more of an honor. I'm, I'm really excited uh, just because I know when they were kind of a newer brewery, uh, I met PJ uh, and Bob because PJ was trying to get on the air because he heard about the radio show we do dealing with beer. And then uh, uh, it started being sponsored by the liquor shop here on Lowell, which I'm very happy. Thank you, George. I know tomorrow we have a, a Harpoon variety pack that we're going to be doing. And... Uh, uh, I told them, hey, you gotta get you gotta get your beer in there, and then you can come in here. And then from there, me and PJ, we just hit it off. He told me to start coming by on Saturday mornings when they were brewing, and uh, that's when I really started learning more about beer. And uh, hey, I enjoy it, and I'm very happy to be able to MC that event. And we're doing a little comedy show, and there's going to be musicians. So me and Ryan Cheney, we're going to do a little comedy that night. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, Navigation Brewing Company is always a great addition to our Made in Lowell events. Right on over at Western Avenue Studios. So. It'll be a good day to go listen to some live music and get yourself a pint, because uh, they'll be able to pour pints that night. And, uh, c- yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, as they normally would have, uh, uh, I know last year they had a food truck, so they should have mm-hmm. food trucks there. So uh, it's just going to be a great time. I already told everybody I'm going to be sick on the 13th, <laughs> so I'm planning my day off. <laughs> it's going to be nice. I fi- Look, I haven't taken a day off for three-plus years. <laughs> I'm not working you on any. One. I'm not working on any golden parachute over here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, uh, "Hey, you know what? I'm feeling a bug coming on. It might hit me in about three and a half weeks. All right, <laughs> so I won't have to sleep on a cot that night. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's where you belong, though. I like the cot. Yeah, I, I know you get a good night's I mean, sleep. I mean, I like when you're on the cot. Yeah, I bet you do. All right, so Lowell Kinetic Race, good. Got that out of the way. Navigation. Uh, Coming up, uh, their their two year anniversary. Good people are dying. China Prince. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm just looking over some of my notes. Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about. You, now you're completely out of like. You listen to Prince ever? I don't listen to Prince. I don't listen to Prince. I know Facebook is blowing up. That's more your uh, genre. Uh, I'm not uh, on Facebook currently. Yeah, that was uh, Prince was very big uh, when I was in high school. Yeah, and I'm not going to deny. I mean, he, he he's certainly a. A, a staple in music, um, but I mean, it's never anything that I've ever listened to personally. So what happened to Prince? He died. Oh, he died. But you know Did what? Did he die in China? No, no, oh, he didn't. Why, what happened with the China part? You said China. China is a wrestler. Remember the female oh. wrestler China? <laughs> oh, I thought you said China. <laughs> yeah, I am no. so out of it. <laughs> I know you really are. China also died. Let's hope he didn't die in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he died in uh, Minnesota. Um, but uh, China oh. also died. So uh, I, I know I made a stupid Facebook post saying if I were Cher, I'd be paranoid right now, just because China. She's known by that one name, right? Prince. He's he was known by the artist formerly known as Prince, but he went back to Prince. He has one name. Cher has one name. Maybe Madonna. I mean, two people who only have one name die in the same day. That's kind of weird. 
No, 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 no. I don't. I don't deserve the rim shot, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> How to do it? Unless you are foreseeing. I'm just things, saying. And then stuff you know? happens, and then we're gonna trace it back to this radio show where normally you- things happen in threes. Now you got two celebrities who are known by a one-name basis, so it's really kind of a uh, uh, kind of limiting it down, right? I mean. Is it just me, or am I only the one? I guess we'll find out if the third one happens. I guess I'm just saying. It, Cher, Sting, uh, <laughs> Madonna. Watch careful out, out there. <laughs> Be uh, careful. Go, go, go see Caution. the doctor. <laughs> Slow down. You're you're uh, you're all tr- you're dropping like flies, celebrities. Dropping like flies. Oh boy. Okay. What else? Um. You know, it, it's all about me for this half hour. Me and you, I guess, because uh, our little boy he uh, is involved in little league. And uh, I haven't given uh, him a black eye yet, but I think it's coming because I'm not really all that great at throwing the ball. Hey, maybe by the time he's done with T-ball, by the end of June, you'll be a better... Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm going to get better at sports vicariously through Billy. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You're going to have to take an interest in what he's doing and therefore maybe learn something yourself. I guess, I guess. Well, I know what's really cool is, you know, like, I I don't have the memory of throwing the ball back and forth with my dad. I've never really had those thoughts. I've never really had that experience. So what I think is interesting is when I'm kind of sitting down and Billy comes into the room with his glove and he's like, all right, let's go outside and play catch. I've never thought, even when I was a kid. Oh, he I, gets so excited, I too. Got, yeah, I got to the point where I was too old to think that was fun, but here he is. Five years old, just and six I, years I, old. I relish in it. Yeah, he's six years. Did I say five? You just said five. Well, oh, be I'm careful! So... I'm gonna tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just saying to uh, Gabby the other day that I think six. I know he hasn't. He's only been six for uh, since April twelfth, but I think this is my favorite age so far. S- since April twelfth, he's like been eating more foods. He hasn't been whining. I mean, he still whines, but not as much. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty cool. He's been a less, less of a pain in the ass lately, and I just am very appreciative over it, and uh, maybe it's the age. Good job, Billy. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. And next year is going to be even better, because uh, for kids, uh, seven is the age of reasoning. Oh, my. That's what they call that. Did you know that, Bob? I did not. The age of reasoning. Uh, it, it's because certain uh, connections start firing off in their head, and they just start realizing things. Like all of a sudden, the lights start coming on all at once. And, and at ten, they go off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that true? I only know that for uh, because uh, I took a class in uh, child development and uh, like for for their brains and stuff, and it, it was pretty damn interesting. Why did you take that class? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. So oh, Ozzy's listening. <laughs> uh, oh, so is Paula. Hi, Ozzy. Hey, Paula. Hey, Hi, Ozzy. Polly. What's up? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I, I forgot. I got all excited that other people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I took that class because uh, when I started going to UMass Lowell, they weren't really sending me in any direction. So I was just picking classes at that time. But uh, now I have to... I'm struggling it's, with Espanol. It's, it's becoming, I guess, useful so that you can like look at your children and be like, oh, well, I know what to expect. Well, you know, I mean, I, I've seen it with Canyon, uh, uh, the our oldest. Uh, he, he was six, but he was always kind of smart anyway. Uh, Celeste, she was... She, Oh man, I, I I tortured her though, cause oh yeah, you did. And like, or <laughs> you we, pushed her, you pushed her to all her limits. And we would be going she somewhere kept going for more. Legitimately fun, and I would tell her we're going to the dentist. 
and she would cry. Oh. And it wasn't she like... She did not like that at Well, all. when I took this class, I, I actually realized how horrible I actually was because... Uh, <laughs> when they're the, at that age they're at, their brains are led to believe everything you say. So when I'm telling her she's going to go to the dentist to get shots, it's not her fault she believes me. She can't tell I'm goofing off. She's just not developed to that part where her brain <laughs> can sense that. So me telling her she's going to get a shot, I'm like traumatizing She does not this poor understand sarcasm. But at that age, at six, seven, she's, oh, you're just messing with me. You're joking with me. And now she tells me I'm letting myself go. <laughs> At least, did, 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 did I talk about this last week? Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, and and then she said that she hasn't let herself go yet. Gabby's there. Really oh, I'm, no I'm, worries, Celeste. You got a while to let yourself go. I'm, yeah, you know, I, you know, Gabby. She's, she's saying joking, something, and I'm goofing off, saying, "Oh yeah, you're so fat, honey." You know, typical stuff. And, Ga- and Celeste goes, "At least I didn't let myself go." Like you're a ten-year-old little girl. You can't let yourself go yet. Look, I I run. I run two and a half miles every other day. I have to keep up with this. And yeah, you're laughing over there, honey. But look, I'm telling you right now, it's tough. I'm not letting myself go. Sure, I like to eat a little bit, but if anything, she's let herself go because she's ten year old little girl staring at her iPod all day, sleeping till nine in the morning, Sometimes. ten, eleven, twelve, yeah. one p.m. <laughs> Who's let themselves go, you little hypocrite? And <laughs> is she ever going to be able to let herself go? For that matter, I don't think so. I think she's going to be skinny forever. You're nice. probably right. I think it's in her genetics to be skinny forever, so she'll be able to always bring that to you. I'm. I'm in my 30s. Dad, uh, I haven't let myself go yet. What's what's up with you? <laughs> I have to work for this body. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, Paula is chiming in saying, no wonder she wants to move back to Indiana. For Look, hey, she's older <laughs> now. She knows better. <laughs> oh, that's not why she wants to move to Indiana. Well, she wants to be closer with her family. That That's it. That's the reason. I know. I want to move to Indiana that for all the pork I, tenderloins. That and what did Grandma do? Always <laughs> whisper... Uh, lots and lots of words, probably, when they were babies. I mean, we know how it works. We know how it works, Paula. We're yeah. on to you. <laughs> so, uh, all right. What else do I got? Whitewater rafting. I survived. Got that out of the way. That's oh, good. I'm glad oh, you survived. You know what? Oh, I want, I want to hear a little more about the whitewater little, rafting. All right. Um, we went, uh, we went to, um, to, I think, Lawrence Street. Uh, around there by Cavaleros, and then we pulled in. We dropped in uh, at the Concord River around that area. If you know what I'm talking about, I, I know uh, very little. Yeah, yeah. I went with Leslie, and uh, it, it was really fun. We got to go. Uh, there was three different rapids, and we all have to. We had to row. I had to really learn my left from my right because there were times where he would say all forward, so we'd all paddle forward. He said uh, uh, left back, right forward. So I'd be like, oh shoot, uh, uh, okay, back. I'm back. I was on the left, right? Mm-hmm. Did I say left forward? Now, anyway, and it would switch depending on uh, where you go. But what was amazing is when you would get to the rapid, uh, you're still paddling because he's like all oh, forward. So when you're going through the rapids, you're you're paddling. But there's certain sections of the water as you're going by that's so low, like your paddle can barely reach it. But you're in this raft, and it's it's just an amazing feeling. You feel like you're going to get tossed, and there are rope. There's a rope. In between you and uh, uh, the person on the on the right side, depending on wh- whatever side you're oh. on, so, so you're tied to somebody. No, no, th- there's just a rope that's dangled there oh. uh, while you're paddling. You have to hold your paddle a specific way as well. You have to hold it at the at, from the top end of the paddle uh, with palm down. Hopefully that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when you're going through the really thick part of the rapid and you're hold on, <laughs> you have to grab the rope 
And uh, there was a time where we, we would surf. It, it, and to explain the surfing, it, it's almost like a waterfall. And you row yourself up to the little waterfall. And you stick the raft right into the waterfall. And you're, you're almost... Uh, you, you, I, you, I can't even explain it. You're pretty much riding in that waterfall for a second. And then you fall out. And that... Well, I almost fell out. But I got grabbed on to by my vest. So I stayed in. But definitely a great experience. And I think they're only going to be doing it for like... I think the, t- the season's going to last another two weeks. You do like two runs. So you get come, your tickets soon? Yeah, go to ZorOutdoor.com. Really look into that. It's $83 per person, but it's it's such a small window of opportunity to try something like this. And, and what an experience. Right in your backyard. I was very sore. I mean, we, you got to see Tent City. <laughs> you got to see where the uh, some of the people sleep, but they're cleaning that all up. Uh, otherwise, uh, hey, look, great time. And it's, it's funny to... You, you don't realize... That you can get a really cool experience uh, somewhere right, here like, yeah, right here in Lowell. Yeah. So, uh, so how far is the? How long does the ride last? Because uh, it's not a very long distance. Twenty minutes. Oh wow. Maybe I'm shooting high. Maybe it felt like because there's some moments where you're just kind of coasting. Yeah. And uh, and then you just start paddling, and then you go through the 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 river and uh, the rapids, and, uh, and then you do it twice. So mm-hmm. you go two runs. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, but before we have to go to a break, I, I want to. Uh, Gabby had a pretty fun experience today on oh Central my Street, goodness. and uh, she was texting me about this. And, <laughs> and how I, could I not? I was supposed to. Oh well, I, I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was like you know autocorrect. <laughs> so I, I couldn't imagine. have been more wrong. So I can imagine. Let everybody know what happened today oh, to you. So in, here uh, I am. In I'm walking down. Go figure. I'm walking down Central Street. I see one of the motorcycle cops. They have a car pulled over, and I'm thinking, oh, this, you know, okay, whatever. I get closer, and I see somebody, and I, I can't exactly hear what the person's doing. I can hear that she's somebody from the passenger side outside of the vehicle screaming at the driver. have no <laughs> clue. I don't see any other vehicles, like, pulled over or anything. I don't. It's, like, not like an accident that I can figure, you know, can't figure right. this out. Yeah, I'm getting closer, around. and I can see that the motorcycle cop's, like, writing a ticket, and then the I get up to the car, and the driver, another lady, gets out of the car, and the cop yells at I mean, this cop yells at her, "Ma'am, get back in the car!" And like she just, she just like starts yelling at him, like, "No, I'm like she's gonna cuss. I'm not gonna cuss." But like she's cursing at the cop and saying she's not gonna get back in the car. And then she flashes him, like at this. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, she lifts her shirt up. So at, at, at this point, I gotta, I gotta say, you texted me this whole thing in, in a few sentences. Uh, you said, uh, "Oh, I just saw a woman get pulled over, and she flashed him." And I'm, th- I thought I read it wrong. I'm like, "Well, uh, her, her boobs? Yes. Were they nice? <laughs> no, they were awful." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm glad I missed it." Yeah, yeah, you're glad you missed it. I mean. This is, I, I'm not even going to go into the description other than, I mean, at least it, she had a bra on, but it was a lace bra. Oh, a lace bra. You could see everything. It didn't matter. You could see everything. Oh, awful. And I don't know. It was at this point that I'm now passing the car and thinking, oh, my goodness, something's about to happen. <laughs> the motorcycle cop, his only reaction, he's still, like, writing, I think he's writing a ticket or something. He, he was doing that a while back, too. He had got on his walkie or something, whatever you, whatever it's called. Right, and yeah. He obviously called for backup because, like, as I'm walking 
towards Merrimack. I'm almost towards Merrimack. Another cop car, like 45 seconds to a minute like, later. This is my third time today. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pulls up behind him. So obviously he called for backup. And I'm like, well, something's going to happen. I had to like think, like, ooh, do I want to stay for entertainment, see what happens, or am I just going to go on with my day? I went on with my day, but I, I laughed, I think. I, I kind of laughed a little bit. You need on, to get used to taking pictures. Uh, I'm not going to take pictures. Gotta, That's not what I do. You should have you sh- you taken to, a picture. But I kind of I giggled all the way down Merrimack Street. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably like that in a way. I probably giggled exactly like that all the way down Merrimack Street, just thinking about what this lady just did. I'm like, why do people? I mean, how how is this? What what kind of frame of mind is she in that she thinks that's like the the cool? I don't know the right thing to do. I don't I don't know. I don't understand people. No, neither do I. Uh, I'm with I'm you. I'm sure not going to be getting out of the car when a cop pulls me over for one thing, unless they make me get out of the car. Yeah. But then even at that, like. Flashing a cop, that's, I mean... You think that was doing her any justice? Do you think that that was going to get her out of a ticket? Like, (laughs) is that equivalent to mooning at that point in your life? Because I know nobody ever moons somebody. uh, And I normally... One of the stories I have is uh, of a flashing, but it was a pretty uh, uh, generous pair. Uh, This... this, uh, Oh, my goodness. Well, what do you mean by generous? I mean, because you could say this is a generous pair. I mean, it was... There was it, a lot was there, but it was nice. nothing. It was about a reporter. Nothing worth it. Nothing no, here, I mean, in, in you got to give it to them. I mean, how many times does that, does that happen to them? Does that happen often? I don't I know. Imagine. I've never talked to a, a cop to ask, yeah. like, how many times do you get flashed oh in a gosh. day, in a week, in a month? Is this a regular thing? <laughs> how do you feel about it when it happens? How do you feel about that? One to ten minus three. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never really sat down with a cop and asked them these questions. You know, questions. it's funny. You know, I do this every Thursday. I know Thursday you're, you're fairly busy. And um, th- I always get a story out of you. Just walking around Lowell. I'm always walking around there Lowell. There is a lot to like about Lowell, uh, but there's also a lot to fear. <laughs> I don't think it's... A, I, I'm not afraid of Lowell. I, think I know you're not afraid. I, I'm more like there's a lot to laugh about because some, yeah. of the, some of the things that some of these people do are just like, really? Like, Really? Yeah, well, hey, we need to take a break. All right. We do. And uh, in honor of 420, I know we're uh, we're 421 today. We're a day late and a dollar short. But uh, I've never really, uh, you know, I was talking to kids at school this week, and I was like, is 420 still the thing? And after seeing news and, and everything, it, it it is still very much a real thing. And uh, <laughs> I'm just surprised. For me, it's just Wednesday, you know. But uh, we're going to talk. What's your favorite munchie? What, what do you like to munch on? What's what's your go-to? You don't have to uh, participate in 420 to have a favorite munchie, but what, what is it that you like to eat? Uh, for for example, uh, I was talking to a fellow earlier today that he said when he was a teenager, he actually enjoyed uh, making a peanut butter sandwich and put chocolate chip cookies into the sandwich before he ate it. So... That, that certainly sounds like a stoner type of meal, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, I'm sure I have a few that I will uh, uh, discuss on the other side of the break. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party at 980 WCAP. I have Mike LaPlante will be here. I think Alan Richardson might be even showing up. And uh, maybe we'll keep Gabby around for a little bit longer. Maybe. Anyway, one toker over the line on <laughs> 980 WCAP.
The after party. I'm Chris Pooplon. Joined in studio, I have uh, I have Gabby Davis. Hey, <laughs> hey, Michael Plant showed up. Yeah, what's up, man? Those are a lot of stairs, by the way. They, there are a lot of stairs a lot in of the stairs. front. Yes, <laughs> uh, many many people have lost the battle with the stairs. Yeah, but uh, many people have conquered. I, did, I conquered. It took me you a while. Conquered. <laughs> I was here 20 minutes ago, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, luckily, you had the grappling hook. That's right. Got you to the top. <laughs> we have uh, we Pop, Phil Pot pushing all the buttons, uh, hitting things. <laughs> Answering the phone if you want to give us a call at any time throughout the program at 978-454-4980, 978-454-4980, or, hey, check it out. You can even do 454-WCAP. Isn't that amazing? Whoa! Yeah, I know you're telling me, and um, in this segment, uh, you know, in honor of 420, because uh, people make some really uh, off stuff, wacky stuff. I know when I was a kid, I made some weird stuff. The munchies kind of really <laughs> took a hold of me, <laughs> and I made some weird stuff. Do you like anything strange? Do you like what is that weird snack that you like to eat that other Ooh. people kind of look at you and you're like, what I are have you one. doing? What what are you putting in your face hole over there? <laughs> What was yours? Oh, uh, when I when I was little, uh, I absolutely loved mixing cottage cheese and. Already, you got me cottage syrup. cheese. Yeah, that's gross. I mean, cheese and syrup. <laughs> let me. I would say I would say cottage cheese and syrup, but you know that's going to get me made fun of. So cottage cheese cottage and cheese syrup. And syrup. Yeah, and that syrup, syrup, syrup. Yeah. Cottage <laughs> cheese and syrup. That's what I liked. You no, know, when I was a. Uh, that still seems kind of healthy. Yeah, like, no, it you're seem right. Like that far off, like, like if someone ate that on a daily basis, I'd be like, oh, all right, you're you're watching your, your health. Yeah, I was uh, at Zone Fitness today, and he was asking me about things I ate, and he said, oh, do you like cottage cheese? And I'm like, with syrup. <laughs> 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 no, actually, I, I did. Uh, I went through a stint where I would eat cottage cheese with uh, honey and cinnamon, and it's really tasty. But I don't know. I can't get past the way it looks sometimes. I feel like a five-year-old, and every time I'm about to make it for myself, I want to cry yeah, yeah. <laughs> and run away. Uh, you know what? What I did is uh, uh, chocolate and Fritos. Okay. What? The, the what, weird what kind of it, chocolate? Uh, uh, just regular chocolate with like barbecue Fritos, or or uh. even better, the taco Fritos stuff. And uh, what a weird combination! But uh, I don't know. It was that state of mind when I was fifteen, sixteen years old. I was at a Pats game, right? Yeah. And we ran out of hamburger buns. It was at the end of the game. <laughs> what are you gonna do? We're all we're all <laughs> inebriated, and uh, my buddy, we had a one of those like containers from like Stop and Shop with the chocolate chip cookies. You know the ones that are like yeah. hamburger sized. 
So my buddy took two of those. Oh my god! With a cheeseburger, and he put a couple Doritos no. in it and a little ketchup. That's and he, sta- he starts eating it. I'm like, that's disgusting. He's like, you should try it. It's the perfect combination of salty and sweet. So are you telling me you have like, all right, a bunch of these big chocolate chip cookies, yep, right? Yep. And a burger in between with some cheese and Doritos. Yeah, with ketchup and Doritos. And ketchup and Doritos. Yeah. See, all right, look. So that's an interesting sweet and salty mix, huh? I would do the it chocolate wasn't, chip cookies. It wasn't bad. No, I, it, it was, it was actually pretty good. And people looked at you like... What is the matter with you? We don't have any hamburger buns, (laughs) all right? (laughs) Red buns. I needed a starch. (laughs) Uh, I could see it with the chocolate chip cookies. I think the Doritos is kind of pushing things a little bit. I would see the uh, the chocolate chip cookies, the 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 hamburger, maybe not not American cheese, maybe like uh, provolone or or Swiss or Munster Munster. cheese. What about a little pepper jack? Now we're talking. Yeah, pepper yeah. Jack and chocolate. And I'm then in. for Let's me, yeah, I, I can't. I always I, enjoy pepper jack. I, I can't put the idea of ketchup with chocolate chip cookies, but I guess I'd have to go for it. But you need the ketchup for the burger. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, like, I've never dipped true. my chocolate chip cookies in ketchup. Yeah, you, you try it. You know what? I mean, I guess there's always time for a, a first. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about? I will have to report back next week. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about this chocolate chip cookie burger. <laughs> Oh boy! Hey, uh, I wonder if Cookie Monster would dig that. <laughs> I mean, as he wouldn't like the he'd, he'd remove the hamburger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a kid, I also ate. Uh, I got really sick off of it. Was pepperonis and Oreos? Oh gosh, no. Yeah, and, and apparently that was a bad combination. Yeah, man. I got violently ill off of it. My mom was like, "What did you eat?" I was like, "Pepperonis and Oreos." How much did you eat? I don't. Now, I don't did remember. you separate the Oreos and put the pepperoni next to the? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, how do you eat this? No, I was just like, there, I had a stack of pepperonis and a stack of Oreos, so I'd throw some pepperonis in. Then you know, Oreos I was a very picky pothead when I was younger. I like, I, I went to my friend's house, but we would go shopping first, and I'd get like chicken and ham, and I'd make like chicken cordon bleu with oh, red right. so bliss you, mashed potatoes. You were like high got, class. <laughs> I so, it wasn't until I got older I got lazy. Yeah, and I used to work at a pizza place, a Blue House in Salem. And what I would do is I would get, uh, I would take home their dough with me. Oh, my goodness. And I would roll it out, uh, and it would be like 11 o'clock at night because I got home <laughs> oh, super late. So good. This is not good for you. And I would <laughs> roll it out, and, and Gabby likes peanut butter and jelly, but she likes the black raspberry jam, but I like the red raspberry jam with the seeds. So I would make us peanut I'm butter picking. and jelly calzones. Really? Oh, they were and so that good. Would be, oh, if you want to get messy, because that, that turns into a little pocket of napalm if you don't <laughs> let it cool off for a you little gotta bit. you got to let that cool yeah. off before you take it. But at the same but, time. But you can't. So you're just, <laughs> oh. you're, you're, your whole top of your mouth's charred. You're like, oh, it's so good, though. Yeah. <laughs> and not even just the top of your mouth. I mean, it's dripping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, one thing I haven't done in a, a long time is a grilled peanut butter and oh, jellies. Oh. It's just the same thing you do with a grilled cheese, only you just make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and grill it, uh, put it on the griddle. What about like a grilled like uh, Nutella and fluff? That sounds yeah. amazing also. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just like the peanut butter and jelly aspect, and it really got me, th- like if I were to open up a diner, it would be a peanut butter and jelly diner. And uh, thing is, though, once poops, you pick something PB up, yeah, PB&J. poops, PB and J's, <laughs> no hard U. You can't add a hard U; it loses all of its. <laughs> so like, hey, there's a hair in here. Right now. <laughs> that was a tongue twister. Yeah, 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 you clown! Get out of here! 
<laughs> it's in the name. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is with those though, when you pick them up, a lot of the peanut butter and jelly kind of fall out the bottom. Yeah, yeah. so but you then do you're it, just using the bread you to kind of like scoop it. Scoop it, up. it. It doesn't lose any of its awesomeness. Not at all. You put an extra piece so of bread on the plate so you have second sandwich. Right. <laughs> like like second taco with a tortilla. Good you know, idea. You just have another oh, piece totally. of bread. No, that's strategic. Yeah. So I know that's one of you my favorite and overcome. You know, I think when I was a kid... The, uh, you like pepper on your oh cantaloupe. Uh, yes. Like, pepper on everything. Cantaloupe, like black pepper? watermelon. Yeah, like crushed, yeah. fresh, crushed, fresh, large crushed. grain black mm. pepper. Red uh, pepper, black pepper, any kind of pepper. Put pepper on, put pepper on it. Everything um, has um, to be spicy. It's so crunchy, man. I'm I think hurt. another thing, like I liked, huh. I liked raw potato. I cut it, I diced it up, salt and pepper. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. yeah, she has no oh. sense of smell though, so that's so what good. I'm blaming. Right. <laughs> well, I do have no sense. I know. Of smell, I've heard that. Tasty. I know. I'm kind of halfway <laughs> knocking her with this pepper thing, but I've tried it, and it is a pretty interesting can- uh, combination. A little pepper in your cantaloupe. Yes, uh-huh. cantaloupe with pepper. I've, I've definitely That's seen. That's how you nail a good cantaloupe. Well, I've seen that with uh, cottage cheese, and then you put a little pepper. Like you put cottage cheese in the middle of the cantaloupe, and then yeah, I've, I've, seen I've a never done that. Were you gonna say, Bob? Oh yeah, I've seen the pepper thing, um, like the cayenne pepper on uh, on fresh fruit in uh, Mexico right. quite a few times. Oh really? Yeah, he's like seen it in little, Mexico. Little little uh, food stand. <laughs> Those, those Mexicans. I know you don't have any okay, headphones. Okay. Okay. Those, those Mexicans will do anything with with spices. Yeah. Uh, I think you add bacon to anything. That certainly becomes a pretty tasty munchie. Yeah. All right, hey, what do you guys have? Nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. I know we'll probably expect a call from the cool mom come on. Eleven thirty. The Jersey Shore. They deep fry everything. And oh, deep fried Oreos. Deep fried Oreos is like might be the greatest thing. I'm ever. glad we got away from that. I'm glad we uh. did too. Yeah. Oh, uh, were you going to give it any other examples? Because I can oh. tell you how to make those. Oh, yeah. Well, don't tell me how to make <laughs> I, The last thing I need is to learn how to make something like that. All right, well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, pancake batter, right? Oh. You make some pancake you, batter. You bastard. <laughs> you, you dip the Oreo into the pancake batter. Yeah. And uh, just grab yourself like a like a pot. Uh, you know, is that uh, right if I soup? take my pants off as you explain this? Uh, please don't. All right. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm too late. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you heat up the oil and then uh, you... You, you dip the Oreo cookie into the pancake batter, and it fluffs right up. Uh, Maybe like a minute on each side. It's perfectly brown. Sprinkle a little uh, confectioner sugar on there. You're ready for a heart attack. Yeah, I had I had <laughs> a, a deep fried uh, Twix. Oh yeah, how that? It was it was amazing because like you bit into it, and it was like moltenness, like caramel and chocolate, but like the cookie was still rock hard. Oh, that's so awesome! It was like, and it was like. It was the size of a Twinkie because the the batter they put on it. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. You could get a uh, deep fried uh, like Elvis's. I guess it's like peanut butter, I imagine and banana, banana, yeah, and, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's awful. Wow. Yeah. People, <sighs> munchies, man. It'll kill you. It has to be healthy. Look, they're all like jacked down there. So yeah, the fist bumping. It's yeah. all the fist bumping. It's they the do. fist bumping. They could eat all the fried stuff they want. True. It's amazing. Yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to stay away. I gotta say, like, uh, I'm doing my best. Hey, I'm trying. You know, those I work out. Every night or? I know. Yeah, I I've been trying it's to. One thing, and here I am. I'm like, I'm not having a carrot. Where's the cookies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to eat right, and she goes to this event, <laughs> like, and they give her a whole plate cookies. of cheese and cookies. <laughs> like, I, what are you I doing? taught him. Too much. Leave those where they were. 
But the kids, and oh, I like eating kind of this. Like, I buy a box of cookies, and it's for my grandma, but, like, she has, like, two. You know what I got to say? for your yeah. grandma. Yeah. A little bittersweet is being a radio guy, uh, we have a lot of... Uh, uh, people that come in, a lot of guests, and a lot of times people want to bring us stuff, and nine times out of ten, it's a dozen donuts. Whenever they bring us any food, it's always donuts. It's big, easy. Big fat radio guys love donuts. I mean, can't you? I know you got a plan for. Are they good for, donuts at least? Oh no, they're wonderful donuts. I, but but they for didn't me, go to like Dunkin' Donuts, which but no, I, I know. Um, uh, I don't know what happened to heavenly them. Heavenly donuts or whatever. Yeah, they brought in some heavenly uh, donuts today. I had a I piece like, of those. Stay away. Have you had that like cream-filled one that they cover in like? Uh, I don't mess with the cream-filled donuts, man. Uh, I used to have to make them when I was at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, no. But I had to fill them up, and like the the trick was just to fill it up as much as you can, so people are just getting this big fat buttercream fat pill. Yeah, and that, but then they take it and they uh, they. They dip it in honey glaze. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm like, wow, that yeah. shouldn't exist. But right. give me two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough sugar. Can you dip this a little bit more, please? You know, for me, though, I mean, I don't eat that stuff often. So it, like, the second bite I'm into, I can feel my heart going faster. <laughs> like I can feel it, and it's weird because when you were a kid, it's like you an don't arousal. Think about that. Is that what yeah. you're saying? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I don't think about I'm like, honey, let's go in the other room so I can go to sleep. <laughs> I'm crashing. But uh, yeah, donuts. Um, I I don't know. I I try I try to stay away from donuts personally because they feel great going in. But once they're there and they sit, they're like they they make themselves known. You're like, mm. okay, can you exit the premises, please? Right. <laughs> I'm not feeling too good with you inside of me right now. Uh, garlic bread. I wouldn't go out of my way to make that for a munchie, but it's mm. delicious. Oh, my mouth is watering here. I should have eaten more. Well, you know, huh? I n- never on 420. I mean, I never celebrated 420. Of course um, you didn't. But for my birthday, and I never do too much for my birthday, but I always did. I always made three chocolate pies. And three, three pies. Yeah, there's a reason for pie. three chocolate pies, right? And it, I was just celebrating with my family. I had one younger sister, and then my dad and my mom. So that's four people, right? Three chocolate pies. Who needs three chocolate pies? I'll tell you why. You do. One. I had to have a chocolate pie to myself. Yeah. I made my dad his own chocolate pie. And then the the third chocolate pie was for my sister, my mom, and whoever else might come over to split. They had to, like, share that pie. Literally, I would eat that pie in one sitting, and my dad would eat his pie in one sitting, and we would be happy people yeah. eating our pies. Yeah, go at it with, like, a spoon? <laughs> I feel like that's the not the, a spoon. I, I, I that's the weapon of instrument of like implement for a pie eating. If it's just pudding, you, yeah, okay. Right, homemade chocolate pudding, yeah. and, a, and I'd put it in the pie crust, and then I would refrigerate it overnight so it got like nice and firm. And then you just cut it, and like you can literally lift that stuff out and just like eat it by your hands. I, I don't know. I was. I, I, you have to go at it like a certain way. For for needs a fork. You just yeah. Use for your some, hands for that. Kind for of some stuff. quick munchies though, I, I think for my number one would probably be Doritos. Doritos are good. They they're evil though because I could you could go through a huge bag, man, and saltine you, crackers. You, you burn you, you, the roof of your mouth is just torn to pieces. Did you know? I, I read that the uh, the dust on Doritos aren't necessary. The flavors in the chip. Really? And but they don't take the dust away because they say it's part of the experience of eating Doritos. I like the so dust. You lick your fingers. I know, and, yeah. but I'm like, 
I'm like, so you I, sometimes you're less messy eating yeah. these. Well, sometimes yeah. there's extra dust, and it's like that little bit saltier Dorito. Yeah, they totally make a difference. Oh, too much like, sodium. If there was no dust, then you could go somewhere formal and eat a bag of Doritos before and be like, I'm fine. <laughs> but like, you wipe it on your blazer. Yeah, like you, you can't go, you can't have a tuxedo on and like, oh, I got Doritos all over my hands. I know what you ate, sir. You ate some Doritos, yeah. and they must have been pretty good. You got it all over yourself. For shame, sir. Yeah, well, like we're... cheese puffs, like those jacks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, 420. It didn't even. It didn't come from like a really interesting way either. Just a bunch of idiot stoners that kind of made it. They thought that it was a a, a, a police number, like a 420. Like, oh, we got somebody smoking weed. We got a 420. Uh, That's what they thought it was. It's not. Uh, well, I they I don't know. Like, it, it's weird. The story I read uh, where it says like tracing back to the the origin of 420. Was pretty much um, some kids heard that that's what it was, and then in the in that same article it says it was never that it was never uh, I, I can't even think of the word I'm going for code yeah. code for uh, people smoking weed but they thought it was so they went with it and giggling the entire time yeah so it was like 1971 uh, they called these kids the Waldos because where they ate lunch was next to like this wall area in in the high school <laughs> in California I think. And uh, they started calling weed 420, and it just kind of spread, and everybody started calling it 420. Do you think those kids today are like, yeah, we're the best? I, st- I was a Waldo back in the day. I don't and, think uh, I started 420. They started a whole holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think they realized it was going to get that far. But imagine being that one lo- dude. I started it. Like, no, <laughs> no he, I totally. Started. No, he didn't. It was dude. my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, you didn't. <laughs> I ironically had a uh, drug test today too. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I got a job. So yeah, obviously. Congratulations. Well, today yeah. is National Drug Test Day. Yeah. So right. And then I, I, I was in the place to get a drug test, and I'm like, oh, everyone's looking at me like I'm the guy that got sent for the drug test. But I'm right. like, it's for a job. Yeah. I'm now, like, being oh. in Massachusetts, does that count anymore, or is that still on the list of things that are no-no? Yeah, because it's yeah. not legal in Mass. Right. You know? Well, it's decriminalized, so I don't know. Yeah, I was just wondering. Yeah. What if you had a card? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Well, I, Sounds yeah, no, like you need a Find somebody to talk to that. Yeah, knows. I know. Some I know. companies still have a policy against it. Yeah, know? they do. Yeah, so maybe their policy still is. Anyway, we, we actually we have to take a break. Another break. We have to take no, another break. So we're, we're breaking for news, news. and uh, you know when we come back, uh, we actually have our own wacky news. Where, geez, we got a story of a, a flasher, not the old perverted kind that hangs out in a in a in a trench coat either. We got a like it's a pretty interesting th- story. The lights on your car is that the yeah all right yeah kind of like that. We have a lover <laughs> detection system. Oh, uh, pretty much. Uh, nice. It's a bed that detects. Uh, when uh, naughty things are happening when you're not around. Uh, a removable penis to a statue. It's necessary in France. And uh, some jobs, well, it's better just to not take a nap. So, uh, <laughs> hey, stay with us. You're listening to The After Party. We will be right back. Now, for 
the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. After party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Bublon. Joined in the studio, I have Mike Laplante. I was I was digging that uh that song right there. Very <laughs> yeah. like very happy. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you think it's serious, but nah. We got the weird stuff we're gonna chat about. I got Mr. Bob Philpot pushing the buttons, answering the phone. If you so choose to give us a call at nine seven eight. Four five four four nine eight zero. You can just give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. I know Cool Mom's already calling up Bob, but hey, you gotta wait till after eleven thirty to get on. Because <laughs> I know you're gonna call us anyway. And uh, hey, hey, Cool Mom, I don't really have any questions for you. I haven't really thought of anything. Maybe maybe Mike will have some questions Who's for cool you. Cool Mom. Cool Mom's been calling us after eleven. Oh, nice. Uh, I know we have Donnie Connolly. He'll be calling us after eleven. All right. And uh. Uh, she always seems a little inebriated. Awesome. But uh, she said she was the cool mom, so I'm taking her word for it, and forever she's a... Uh, she's cool mom. I, I guess so. Awesome. I guess so. Uh, I, I kicked out uh, Gabby. I said, uh, scoot. Yeah. Scoot, scoot. Scram, lady. That's you, what you're I heard stealing say my, You're stealing my thunder. Yeah. So I, I had to kick her out. I'm like, you, you, you're sucking all the air out of the room here. <laughs> it's time for you to go. She didn't go without a fight, but, uh, you know, uh, she left. <laughs> she, she did. She seemed kind of happy too. She did. She <laughs> like did. way too happy to be leaving. And uh, <laughs> she 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 was all like, "Do you need anything?" And I was like, "No, not from you." No, I'm just kidding. I was like, "Yeah, no, dear, no, dear. You're the best. I love you so much." Yeah, that sounded more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before I get into the news stories, I do want to remind everybody in the next half hour. Oh man, I I spilled beer on this. this uh Nothing dangerous. Uh, just on my notebook. Where I take all my notes. There we go. <laughs> uh, then you just put it on the day. <sighs> stuff. Well, it's just <laughs> blurring up my words. Uh, uh, in the next half hour, we're going to be chatting about beer. i got a few different beers. i got a Shorts Brewing Company, Soft Parade. That's going to be an interesting... Uh, it's like a fruity ale. Ooh. I don't know. I, it it kind of stood out to me, and uh, I'm looking forward to did that. Did it have, like, a cool bottle? Is yeah, it did. It? All right. It did, and uh, it just looked different. So I always look for different when I'm trying out uh, different beers uh, each week. I, I've been going to one specific uh, location, and uh, they they have a ton. Where, and where's that? It's in Westford. <laughs> <laughs> On Thursdays, I, I stop in there, and uh, it's Westford Craft Beer Cellars, and... Uh, I, I just got to say, I mean, it, it, it's fun, and I, I like going there. I almost yeah. get lost. Anyway, I got that. We have a 35K uh, against the grain. It's a stout, and we have a, you know, stone ruination double IPA. Uh. So we're going to be chatting about that at 1030. Um, after 11, we have Johnny Connolly calling in. He didn't tell me what movie he's reviewing. Should be interesting. But should be interesting. Uh. <laughs> How Stella got her groove back. <laughs> Maybe. Fingers crossed. Uh, it might be better than Power <laughs> Rangers. But, uh, hey, now we're going to chat about some of the news that's happened this week. So, uh, I don't know if you got this newscast, but there was a fella, I, I can't remember, he's an NBC reporter, uh, Bay Area reporter, Pete Serratos. He was doing a live remote Friday night, last Friday, when, uh, it says on the story, a Reese Witherspoon lookalike, but it did not look like Reese Witherspoon. She snuck up behind him. Hey, remember the like the Living Color skits with Jim Carrey when he'd be in the background <laughs> yeah, of the reporter yeah. doing all the wacky stuff? Yeah. This this girl, she does it really quick. She kind of like raises her hand and gives a wave to the camera while she's behind the reporter. Like re- he's reporting on like Hillary Clinton, something like really inane. Well, I guess that's not inane, but something like who cares? Yeah. It's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, but 
she and then she lifts her shirt. She flashes the camera, and it was a nice. it was a bueno. <laughs> did you did you slow clap it? I paused it. Nice. I, I paused. <laughs> you know, I had to. Well, and, and I was just thinking like like how funny it was that this guy he's doing his report and he he doesn't know this is happening not till later. Yeah. And it being live TV, I mean, how often does that happen? It's usually a dude. It's, it's usually it's usually a dude doing it. It's never never a girl actually. Right. Uh, so bravo for her. Women's rights. Yeah, uh, and I mean, if you if you go to Huffington Post, you can see the clip uncensored, and it's just, it's just kind of funny. Like, what, uh, what's that? Was that a dare? That's what I want to know. I want I want somebody to interview this lady, and uh, I want I want to know if it was a dare if she did it on her own accord. <laughs> so this isn't like a repeat offender, and this was kind of a random thing. Oh yeah, no, this is totally a random thing. Uh, and the, the reporter, he was completely unaware. He finished his remote completely unaware of what happened. And uh, but a, a colleague in the newsroom he uh, apologized for the woman's display before moving on to a story about Bernie Sanders meeting the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> in, in other news, <laughs> uh, and yeah, he didn't know about it till the segment was over. But uh, he's he's aware of it now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the uh, Twitter and Instagram, the world of inst- of social media, uh, was <laughs> made sure to let him know what happened. All right, uh, moving to this next story here. Uh, I'm looking for it right now because oh, yeah. I gotta verify. Oh yeah, verify that story. Whether or not that they're uh, <laughs> actually, to, I, need, I need to see the goods. Worth right. it. <laughs> well, that's what's so funny about Gabby's story. Uh, with uh, I, you weren't here earlier, but Gabby was walking on Central Street and she saw a woman get pulled over by the police or by a specific officer. Well, long story short, she got out of her car, and he was like, uh, ma'am, get in the car, and she just kind of flashed him. And I texted her, well, were they nice? And she said no. <laughs> oh. But but these were, and they were on uh, national news. So nice. good for her. Congratulations. Maybe, All right. Maybe get Hillary a vote. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, this next story here, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's about um, a mattress. It's about a bed, and... Uh, now, recently, with this whole Ashley Madison thing that blew up, I mean, we all—it was national news. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, no, the no, no I do not know. What oh, you know, you're, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, never heard of it. With everybody's information getting out, uh, Spain was amongst uh, the, the the biggest. I don't want to say uh, uh, offenders because I don't really think you're doing anything wrong if you're fans. Yeah, the, they were the biggest fans of this uh, cheating. <laughs> Website, and uh, well, reacting to this report uh, of the the fact that I guess the fact uh, or the report that Spain has a high rate of infidelity, a Spanish mattress firm. It says here in the story, it didn't take the news lying down. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Should have just rewrote this myself. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> well, uh, the uh, mattress. I think it's a uh, Dermat. The company is called. Dermet, Dermay, maybe? <laughs> uh, they developed the, the Smartress in its lover detection system. Uh, all right, check it out. It's a mattress. It has 24 ultrasonic sensors that measure suspicious movement in the bed. Transmitting <laughs> data of the tryst, including a 3D mattress model to show where most of the exertion is taking place. The company's promotional video... Uh, 
produced a tagline saying, uh, if your partner isn't faithful, at least your mattress is. <laughs> uh, Can so you imagine someone's parents buying this for their kid? And be like you, like you're home alone, you dirty little man. <laughs> I wouldn't want. Well, I mean, if you want to spend seventeen fifty on a mattress, eh, what, uh, what do mattresses cost? So, all right, pretty much what happens is, is uh, while you're away, you're at work. Uh, maybe your bed is getting action, and uh, it's going to send text messages to your phone, and you're going to be aware. You're going to get alerted that your bed is in action. Well, at so, least someone's getting action. But my question is, yeah, at least somebody is. Uh, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're going to want to know the bed you're getting, right? Yeah. So if both of you are in on the fact that your bed can detect cheating, wouldn't you just choose, like, I don't know, the couch? Yeah. <laughs> the floor? The floor, the shower. The don't, don't ruin it, Chris. I'm, ju I'm just saying. I mean, uh, if if your uh, partner in, in, in love is not is on the same page as you... You're obviously not going to go to the bed to produce this suspicious movement. Yeah. So, for me, I think this is stupid. Unless, like, you have it and you're just, like, single. And you're like, oh, by the time I have somebody move in. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we have to on. keep my mattress? It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a sleep number. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Mine's, mine's, you got to use mine. Mine's important. Mine's important. <laughs> Uh, or you could just be really bad and, and then, like, not get the movements needed to set off the alert, too. So that could be, that right. could damage your ego also, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Like, you're just, you just laid there, yeah. right? You just, <laughs> <laid> <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it just tells your significant other you're there taking a nap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, high-fiving yourself. You're like, yeah, she has no idea. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so it says what? You don't need a bed to cheat as long as you have the over-the-top trust issues. As long as you're having over-the-top trust issues, why not rig a hidden video camera instead? I don't know. That's what this article is saying. But, uh, no, I, I just think it's great that uh, it, technology has come to the point where you can develop a bed specifically for the paranoid person that <laughs> is afraid of their lover cheating. Honey, no, I didn't buy the bed that that tells me if you're cheating on me, but I did hide a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, why are you mad at me right now? <laughs> so, so, we're getting rid of the pool boy. <laughs> All right, we're going to move to uh, the next story here. Hopefully, I'm not going too fast here. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, here, over. we're going to head to England now. All right. You ready? Uh, British police, they arrested a man who, uh, they say, left a trail of white paint footprints from the scene of the crime to his own front door. What was the crime? His crime was uh, he... he uh, uh, all right. The Durham Constabulary... I, I don't even know. They have different uh, authorities there. I think it's uh, like a cop. Uh, yeah, the investigators uh, responded to a break-in at a second-hand store. So uh, he pretty much he broke into a store, and uh, in the uh, store, of used stuff, not new stuff, used. Yeah, second-hand store. Okay. So why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Awful. Yeah. In the town of Eastington Colliery, and they uh, they soon discovered the the culprit. He he spilled a tin of white paint inside the store, and he walked through the spill. Idiot. <laughs> The officers follow the trail of white footprints all the way to the home of 27-year-old uh, Andrew Mark Connor, who they said had white paint on his shoes and stolen goods from the store in his backyard. This happens all the time. Not the paint, though, but like right. snow. 
Oh, like with following the footprints? Yeah, like my my buddy uh, crashed his car. He was a little inebriated. Tell the cool mom it's not her turn. Hang up the phone, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the cool mom? Yeah, tell her tell her she needs to wait. Wait till after eleven. Your, your job isn't to talk to her. Your job is to pay attention to us. Yeah, I needed a coin and I didn't get. It. I was kidding. <laughs> uh, he crashed his car. He's a little inebriated, and it was winter, so he he stumbled home. Yeah. And as he's calling the police to report his car stolen, because that was the his grand plan. They were already pulling in the driveway because they followed his footprints home. Yeah. And they gave him a break, and uh, they they. They let him go. I, I won't say the town, but yeah. But it happens all the time. Something like this to me tells me he almost wanted to get caught. It doesn't make any sense. Or maybe there's just bigger issues afoot, you know? <laughs> what did she want? <laughs> Is she your number one fan? Uh, Yeah, at this show, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. She's starting early? She's uh, just very talkative and uh, likes the show. Oh, well, well, thank you, cool mom. But hey, hey, Bob has a lot to do. Yep. He's uh, paying attention to a lot of things. I can't have you tying up Bob on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very <laughs> I'm possessive over my board operator. I guess so. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Well, if, wait, is Cool Mom tying people up now? Is that what she's doing? Yeah, man. Well, All I right. know how it is. Sometimes I'm trying to pay attention she to the show. She can meet me producing. after. I'm down. But people will call up and they'll they'll want to chat with you. Uh, and it's like, no, I'm I'm working. Like, so how's it going? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> anyway, hey, after 11.30... Yeah, she'll be calling later, I think. Yeah, she'll be calling later. Nice. A few more drinks. I, I can't. I can't wait to talk to her. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, well, you got to think happy, of some Chris. questions. She's just happy. She's just happy. You got to. You got to think of some questions because uh, I don't have any, Mike. So For think cool. about uh, you know the cool mom, and you got to just think of random questions. And she's all ready to answer them. She's all. Uh, all right. Uh, I think I'll have to hear. Up. I'll have to hear her voice before I get a question. <laughs> I feel like I got to censor. So uh, all right, uh, police say uh, Connor was arrested within 30 minutes of the crime. Uh, he appeared before magistrates this month and was handed a community rehabilitation order. And ordered to pay $144 compensation to the owners of the store. Well, it was a second-hand store. Did, so. Were they like, we'd send you to jail, but you can't fix stupid, so we're yeah. going to rehabilitate you? I, I think that's right. what it was. <laughs> All right, hey, you want to go to France? Oh, why not? We're already in Europe. Yeah. I, I thought this was great. Because, I mean, it, it shows you, hey, hey, we're all people. And... Uh, <laughs> People are dumb. <laughs> a town in France has uh, seemingly found a solution that will prevent locals from vandalizing a statue of the Greek hero. Now, they call it Heracles, but it's also Hercules. All right. Heracles, Hercules, same thing. Uh, French people. The town of Arachon, or Arachon, I don't know if the CH is a K or a CH in this situation, uh, has decided to create a prosthetic removable penis... That can be attached to the statue of Hercules and Park Moresque after years of vandals stealing the appendage. So they get this naked Hercules <laughs> statue, and people keep coming to the statue to steal the wiener. Did they, did they go out there, ah, <laughs> oh, not again. Ah, <laughs> oh, drats. You know what we need? We need a removable one. <laughs> we raise the flag, and then we attach the uh, the phallus. <laughs> well, that's what—that's exactly it. Uh, consider and and we here, salute them both. <laughs> the, the deputy mayor uh, is saying to reporters that uh, considering uh, uh, Heracles' 
fragile manhood, we've chosen to give him a removable prosthetic that we can add to the statue before each ceremony. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, whenever they're having a ceremony, they will attach the prosthetic uh, appendage. But once the ceremony is over, they remove it and put it in the box. So, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, ching. <laughs> now, Chris, you were in the military, correct? Yes. Uh, could you imagine that's your detail for the day? Be like, be like, you you got the two two guys with the flag, right? And, and then you're carrying the box with the uh, the member in it. <laughs> Did and, you get and, the and, and like, you like stick it in, and you're like, huh, and salute it, and yes, and sir, it. I have the penis, sir. <laughs> are, the, are the guys with like uh, trumpets playing as yeah. these guys are walking? <laughs> up? Yeah, what music do you play as you insert? Oh my the, gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, what music? Cause I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. Like that elevator music or something. <laughs> <laughs> to make it less awkward, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, uh, so why not just take it off altogether? It, well, like, if they just put it on for the for like the the photo ops and then put take it, it back fig? down. <laughs> like, a fig leaf. Yeah. Uh, the mayor's the deputy mayor. He says uh, that this is the best solution. Otherwise, you end up constantly chasing after the anatomy of Heracles. I hate that. Uh, <laughs> a number of unsolved cases of thefts of the statue's penis have been reported in the area throughout the years. Uh, and uh, they decided to try to put an end to the issue by pretty much like, all right, you can't handle the penis. We're taking the penis away. All right? Only when we're doing important stuff. This is why we can't have nice things. It's, uh, no information has been given about the design or dimensions of the new appendage uh, that will be added to the 10-foot-tall statue, though it has been confirmed that it will only remain on during the statue, during the during ceremonies, like when Grandma busts out the china. <laughs> it's uh, the ceremonial penis. Uh. Awful. So funny. <laughs> it, it, this is why we can't have nice things. Quit making that joke. It's just so funny, though. I mean, can you imagine Darren, your friend, be like, "Dude, you should go up and uh, steal the statue's uh, your penis and uh, right. run down the street with it all." <laughs> I picture that being like a frat party prank, you yeah. know? Ooh, we're gonna we're, we're took Hercules' penis, and, and then you show up, and it's just a hole now. <laughs> all right, other things are going in that hole, by the way. That was quite un. <laughs> They're going to show up for the ceremony. There's going to be like a beer bottle shoved up there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we had to remove the Heracles statue. All right. Hey, now uh, we got one more story to get to. And uh, then I guess we're going to take a break and talk about beer. Yeah. So this right here, I look, I only skimmed the story because I felt like that's all I really needed to do. Because... <laughs> uh, have you ever fallen asleep on the job? Have you ever like been at work? You yeah. know, like you know what? Uh, yes. I I have like an hour before anybody's gonna know anything. I don't really have to do much. Yeah. I'm gonna take a nap. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What was your job when you were taking I was, a nap? On the I job? was a security guard. And, okay. Uh, and uh, which time are you talking about when I fell asleep? <laughs> I. Uh, it was just a, a thing. Several. Like I used to work midnight, so we take turns sleeping. And, okay. And uh, that was fine. And then. I got I got actually got in trouble because I I was actually sick. Yeah. And I was working like a fourteen hour shift, and I fell asleep at the back gate, and uh, the secretary of like the vice president pulled up. Oh no! She thought I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I knew it. Today's yeah. the day. And uh, she was concerned that, and so she felt so bad because she like told my boss because she was like really concerned for my well being, and right. I ended up getting in a lot of trouble for it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was bad. 
What I used to do is uh, when I was in the Marines, uh, we went on ship for six months or seven months, and I was in the bake shop. And I would work eight at night to late in the morning every single day. And uh, there was like months that I went without seeing the sun. It was weird, you know. It was like you, you'd think to yourself, "When was the last time I've seen the sun?" Yeah. So I, I would, when I was getting off shift, I wouldn't go straight to bed or anything. I would just kind of go outside to look at the sun for like five minutes. Right. And uh, but every once in a while, uh, where I would put all the desserts, all the pies, and all like whatever snickerdoodles I had to make that evening, I would sleep underneath the racks. And nobody could see me, <laughs> so I would use um I would use my cover my hat as a pillow, and I would pass right out, man. <laughs> and uh, I remember one time the senior chief was walking through, and uh, it was about the time I was about to crawl out, but I'm like, okay, I just stay put. And where I was sleeping, nobody could ever find me, like, yeah. unless you were like looking for a jerk that was sleeping underneath all the food. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, I, I I used to work at Canopy Lake. Like, yeah. w- right after high school. This was a long time ago. And uh, I was in the, the log ride. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I was in that the tower. Yeah. And it was the summer. Remember the Bud Light commercials? Where everyone was like, what's up? Right, yeah. yeah. So that was that summer. Yeah. And uh, I was extremely hungover. And uh, I, <sighs> I fell asleep in the log ride tower. <laughs> and then I fell off the stool. Oh. <laughs> and that's how I woke up. But I hit a, uh, there was, there's like four stops. There's like an emergency stop, a ride stop, and then you could stop the individual hills. Yeah. And if you hit the ride stop or emergency stop, that was a big deal. Like you had to like call the boss and like empty the ride out. Oh, It was like safety. If you hit emergency stop, it would drain the water too. So like I fell off the stool and everything stopped. And I was like, oh no. What did I do? So I'm hitting the the hills buttons and they're not starting again. So there's just the two big ones left. I was like, oh, please, <laughs> please ride stop. I hit that one. It popped out. I was like, oh, good. And I started the hills back up like nothing happened. Yeah. And, it, and the kid, there was a kid like sitting right there. He's like, what was that? I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? But uh, yeah, I, I I probably should have called up the boss and be like, I fell off the stool and hit the button. But I was like, no, this is just better. I'll just start the ride and nothing happened. Well- so <laughs> there was a there was a FedEx ground crew worker uh, recently who uh, well he fell asleep at the wrong time. Uh, I'm just going to read the story because I didn't rewrite it. But uh, anyway, here uh, a FedEx ground crew worker may have thought he was dreaming when he suddenly found himself at cruising altitude aboard a cargo jet some 600 uh, miles from home. That poor bastard. <laughs> uh, officials say the worker, whose name has not yet been released, he fell asleep inside a Lubbock. Do you know what Lubbock is? L-U-B-B-O-C-K? Oh, it's probably one of those cases that they put all the packages in. Okay. It's a, it was a Texas-bound aircraft, and uh, while loading it in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, he woke up mid-flight. Uh, Kelly Campbell, director of Lubbock Preston Smith International Airport, told commer- uh, the commercial appeal that the man knocked on the cabin door and spoke with the pilots who instructed him to sit in a jump seat in the cargo area and prepare for landing. Uh, This is very unusual. (laughs) Adding that the man was interviewed by law enforcement, he was not arrested. Uh, And um, FedEx said it was unaware of the incident, or it was aware of the incident involving the flight, which uh, landed in uh, in Lubbock at 5.30 a.m. local time friday so last last friday uh there was never any danger to our employees or cargo fedex says uh we are fully cooperating with investigating authorities 
So, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird. Uh, it says... Uh, How do you guy... even explain that to your boss? Be like, uh, I, I was loading the plane, and uh, the door closed? Yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> he, he just fell asleep on the plane before it left. And there's no saying why. Uh, there's no... I mean... I don't understand how you could be in a position when you're loading a plane to fall asleep inside it. Like, how, how long are you in the plane? It's almost like, like the, the, the homeless guy sleeping in the dumpster. You can understand why the guy's sleeping in the dumpster. Yeah. Right? I, I guess when you reach that point in your life. But I can't understand why this guy's doing his job and he thinks it's a good idea to fall asleep in the Well, if in he was airplane. in one of those, like, boxes where they put all the packages, what if his buddy, like, lo- like he's like, oh, dude, I'm just going to take a nap. And his buddy did it as a prank, thinking he'd wake up. <laughs> And he loaded him on the plane, you know. Right, and he and he gave him some uh, sleeping pills. No, like take some Ambien in his. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna take a coffee. quick nap, and then while he's snapping, you load him on the plane. Right, and then uh, yeah, he wakes up. He's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, you, you call his cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> oh gosh, that'd be awful, man. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, sometimes it's not good to fall asleep on the job. No. At least wherever I was sleeping, I was in the middle of the ocean somewhere, you know? Yeah, I found every single time it's been a bad experience falling asleep on the job. When I was in Iraq, I, I got a little sick, and uh, I remember being really tired this one day. And All right, I, I, found, <laughs> I, I found a source of alcohol, all right? It's a dry country. I had my moles, all right? I drank a little bit, and I'm working the next day. Illegal. Could have gotten in a lot of trouble. Didn't. I think I'm past the... Uh, the the Sta- statue of limitations, yeah. yeah. So I'm um, I'm tired, but my job is to stand on post every day from nine in the morning till nine at night, and uh, so I'm in my full garb, and uh, I hung out. I I was with Ugandans every day, so I would say I'd say Gwe, meaning you. That means you. So I when when you're talking to a Ugandan, you say Gwe. They know what you mean. So but if you say it a bunch of times, if you say it more than once, it's considered rude. Uh. So I'd be like Gwe, Gwe. Great! <laughs> they'd be like, Poobalon, I heard you the first time. Uh, they, they'd get mad at me, but I laughed. Anyway, but this is probably why they didn't wake me up. I, I took a nap in a corner. I found a little, like, a li- like a little area, and uh, I'm like, Mueve, uh, make sure you wake me up if you see any uh, people dressed up like me coming this way. <laughs> and sure enough, I got woken up by my sergeant, and I got yelled at. Right? I'm like, where were you, man? Oh, I thought I was your buddy. That guy let you down. Yeah, huh? yeah. He, he the Mazungu. I'm a Mazungu. <laughs> oh, the Mazungu knows Luganda. Anyway, hey, hey, we need to take a break. And when we come back, we got some uh, tasty bevs to chat about. I'm really excited. We got one fruity ale. We have a stout, and we have a double IPA. Three oh. different beers. I got a bunch of cups. What are we gonna try first? I think we're gonna start with the fruity one. All right. Yeah. Then we're gonna move to the stout, and then we're gonna go to the 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 double IPA. Ooh. Yeah, man, 2.0. <laughs> so, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. Everybody must get stoned. Stone you just like they said they would. They stone. 
welcome back to the after party. We hope you enjoy your stay. Here's Chris Kublon. Party. I'm Chris Pooblon. Joined in the studio, we have Mike LaPlante. Yeah. Beer. Beer. Yeah. We have Psycho Stick. <laughs> we don't, but they, they they sure do a great job introducing the segment. <laughs> and we have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, answering the phone, talking to Cool Mom. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this first one. Yeah, no, this is really interesting. Now, whenever I go to the store lately, I, I just I look for whatever. I, I've never had before. Like when I was at Ch- Uncharted today, uh, the guy, he was very nice. He let me try a sample of the, uh, I love Ballast Point. They do some wacky yeah. stuff though. I had the Thai chili. No. And it was, it was really interesting. It wasn't as crazy spicy as the habanero one, but it was, I, I think I would be interested in trying like a, a 12 ounce. I would drink a 12 ounce of that, but only one. Yeah. But I, I had a sip. I even put it on my untapped to get the badge. And, uh, it was, it was interesting. But this one, <laughs> This one I grabbed. Uh, it's different. It it it's nice. It kind of like uh, the other beer we're going to get to next. Um, the against the grain brewery. Uh, the design kind of led me to it. You know, like sometimes when you're looking at beers and uh, you, you, you yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me pop this open. And oh, sometimes you see the design and you're like, wow, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. You know. Um, and it normally kind of grasps your attention, and that's the reason why you buy it. Uh, now, this first beer we're going to try is a short brew. It's called Soft Parade. It's a high-gravity ale fermented with blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, and blackberries. Ooh. Uh, oh, my. Oh, my. And, uh, I mean, even the color, when, you, when you're pouring it, you can... Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a color quite like this before. Yeah, it's it's not amber, you know. It's not. Uh, it, it's almost pinkish, though, right? Pink and red. Yeah, yeah. I would kind of compare it. This might be a good breakfast beer. I it, haven't tried it yet, but it, yeah, it, maybe, maybe. It smells fruity. It does. Oh yeah, it does. It, it's um, it's seven point five percent alcohol. Oh wow. Is it fruity? Yeah. It's not that bad. Oh wow. That's really interesting because it's still bitter, but it's not super bitter. It's uh, 15 IBUs, so it, it, it's on the lighter side. It has a kick, but I don't know. For me, I think it kind of has like a, a a wine cooler aftertaste, and that's the only thing that I think I don't like about it. Mm. Uh, Soft Braid is a gourmet specialty pour that is brewed with toasted rye flakes and two-row malt barley. Loaded with pureed strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries, we refer to this fermented potion as a fruit-infused rye ale. I mean, it's not bad. I just, uh, I think it's almost a little too fruity for me. I, I, what do you think, Mr. LaPlante? I mean, I've had I've had blueberry ales before, and um, th- this is way less fruity than like a yeah. Blue, you know, it's it, it's just like a a very faint. 
Like uh, right with with each sip, I, I'm I'm finding myself more on the side of liking it. But I mean, I'm so I I like all the beers I try normally. It's very hard for me to find one I don't like. Um, but yeah, it's like a dry finish, right? Yeah, it's, I, I thought it'd be a lot, lot more fruitier. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's not it's. It's it's not bad. It's There's really a bite to it. Yeah, yeah. it's it, you get the essence of the fruit, but you don't get the the huge sweetness yeah. of the fruit. Right. Yeah. I'd say like yeah, you're you're expecting. I think I was expecting anyways, like a sugary type of right. flavor for this, and yeah, it's pretty mild. It, it's interesting. I think this is certainly a beer for the folks that don't like the hops. You know, uh, if if you don't like the hops, or if and. Uh, I think this caters to a specific crowd, you know, like the the I don't like beer. Yeah, uh, try this. Did you, did you mention the IBUs? How many? Oh, or? fifteen. Only fifteen. Oh, it, yeah. It's very light, so there's a kick to it, but it's not. It's it's still it's it's refreshing, uh, and it's seven point five ABV. And I I'm telling you, I, I can't find that alcohol for seven point five, just shy of eight percent. Not a bad beer at all. Um, but I don't know. For me, I, I can only take so many berries. Yeah. Soft Parade, it says, uh, was originally developed because Joe Short, um, one of the brewers I imagine at Short Brewing, uh, he wanted to create a beer that incorporated a medley of berries. Uh, it had a great color, and this really does have a great color to it. Uh, I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't think you were drinking a beer, actually, with the color of this thing. Well, and that's what's funny. The next thing it says in the description is, uh, and it appealed to wine drinkers. And I think if you're trying to bring somebody from the wine side over to the beer side, I think this would be one of those beverages that you'd want to point them to. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, give me a pile of pancakes, <laughs> like after a night of drinking, and and this beer. It'd be right. a pretty good combination. Oh, totally. Throw away the orange juice. Drink some Soft Parade. Yeah. Uh, the name Soft Parade stemmed from the two moments of Joe Short's life first, because Joe worked as a brewer at the Traverse Brewing Company and the Doors album. Uh, the Soft Parade played every day at the end of the brew shift. Uh, the second moment occurred when Joe was driving by himself, flipping through CDs in his car, and came across the Soft Parade album again. So, look, if you, if you have a brewery, you can name the beer whatever you want. That's right. And it's cool to kind of get the backstory behind it, and it's personal. Hmm. <laughs> So would this be something I'd grab? I don't know. If I was going to a party, if I was going to like a, a barbecue, you know, yeah. I would grab this. I would. I would certainly pick this up because there's always that one person that might not want a Bud Light. They, they, I think other people are like myself. They're always looking for something maybe a little different, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is different, and this is it, it's it's something good to try. I gotta update my Untapped. <laughs> I would I would <laughs> put this as like a beer my dad would drink. <laughs> really? My, my dad's like a. Uh, a uh, silver bullet type of, well, he says he drinks beer, but I, I don't consider <laughs> Coors Light beer. Really? Uh, it's like dirty water, but uh, I think he would drink. He would drink that. Uh, probably not. He's he's a wuss. But uh, I it wasn't bad. It went down real smooth, and uh, I think it had an interesting, good flavor to it. So yeah, it's not bad at all. I, I'm happy with it. Uh, so. Yeah, good. And even, like, the design on the bottle. What was the design? Uh, you just see um, a chick. She's kind of hanging out in a beach chair, lounging in front of a tree. It, it seems like one of those, yeah, you know. So there's you, no parade involved. In no, there's no parade. She's just sitting there. <laughs> just a soft parade. And it looks like she's one of the people that would want to drink this. It looks like it's a, it's a day you'd want to drink this. I mean, this looks like warm weather drinks. So 
Awesome stuff. All right, soft parade made by Shorts Brew, and I think they're out of. Uh, where are they out of? I'm trying to see here. They're not local. That's for sure. I know they're not local, and they do a lot of ciders. So, whatever. I, I didn't look that part up. What was me? I'm gonna get to the next one. Uh, actually, no. Uh, it's uh, Michigan. Hi. Michigan. Yeah, Bel Air, Michigan. I think. I don't know. It, so I think it's those are. That's actually, it would probably be a wicked good summer beer. Yeah, uh, Michigan. There we go. That's where they're out of. Oh, yeah, totally. This is a great yeah, summer kinda, beer. Kind of like a, um, a, um, oh, what is that? Shock, a shandy? A shock top. Or oh, sh- shock top? Yeah, or a shandy. I've never been a, f- oh, you know what, uh, I've been, a shock top I don't mind. It's, um, shipyard I'm not a huge fan yeah. of. But those are like great summer beers, you know, yeah. like. Uh, hey, pass me your cup. Oh, is my cup. Go, right. go a little lighter on this one. <laughs> All right, I'll go a little lighter. Because uh, this one, uh, it's against the Grain Brewery. It's uh, it's called 35K. It's a stout beer. 35K. And uh, it was the last one that uh, Westford Craft Beer Cellars had. Same thing happened to me last week when I grabbed the uh, the uh, the NoFX IPA. Sticking in my IPA. <laughs> Like the band, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it was a collaboration between uh, them and the brewery that made the beer. That's awesome. And uh, I, I love it because I, I love No Effects. I mean, I, I I just love their music. So to to have something that they collaborated on. How was it? I, I liked it, but yeah. like I said, I'm biased. Um, yeah, you like everything. It, it's rough. Yeah, because yeah. when is there a beer I don't like? You know, uh, uh, it now does that diminish the segment or? Coors Light. Uh, mm. You know what I gotta say? I, it's not a beer I'm gonna go to because it's boring to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Coors Light doesn't really do anything for me because I'm just I, now. It's I, water. I, when I was that was kind of like my introductory beer. You know, like yeah. when I was 21, I could drink, and now or, or I'm that's what Coors Light's for. That's what Budweiser's for. It's like Budweiser tastes like high school <laughs> when you're stealing beers and you're hiding in the woods partying with your friends and. You know what beer I started with? Genesee Light. Really? Yeah. I, I've never even had that. It you, you have to be down by Boston, I guess, to find it. I was at a party at BC. Yeah. That was the first beer I really drank was Genesee Light. It was so, gross. I had Budweiser. Anyway, hey, this is the uh, Against the Grain Brewing Company, and uh, it's, it's a stout, and it is 7.0% alcohol. So this is less alcohol than the one before. And here on the on the can it says drink at forty eight degrees. Now typically when you're when you're drinking stouts, you don't want to drink them ice cold. Yeah. You don't want to drink them super cold. You want to take them out of the refrigerator for like ten minutes before you drink them. You want it to be a little warmer because when when the stouts warm up a bit, more of the flavor is kind of uh yeah. Well, it's a, it, they're nitrogen there. based, aren't they? Well, it, it'll say nitro if they are nitro. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they're they're regularly carbonated. You know, like like Guinness. Yeah, Guinness is nitro. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other things are going nitro. But you got like the Left Handed Brewing Company. They have a milk stout that's nitro. They have a regular milk stout that's okay. just carbonated. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the nitro. But I just I just find stouts tend to be more on the nitro based than. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, this is tasty. Mm. This is this is a, a very nice stout. Very smooth. Very roasty. It's it's sweet. This is good. This is good. Now it doesn't say it's a milk stout, but it, it tastes just like one. So I would I would assume it's a milk stout. Um, but it, here on the on the can, they're out of Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, against the Grain Brewery. Uh, on the can it says, uh, Wiggity Woo! We're putting in a swimming pool! And if there's enough left over, we're going to fly you all down here to help us dedicate it. This is not your typical Jelly of the Month Club milk stout. All right, so it is a milk stout. Uh, this stout is silky, smooth, and sweet, and it's worth a 35K. But you can have only a little because the rest is ours. <laughs> but uh, Can we go there to swim? I'm, take, <laughs> I guess, I'm well, taking them up on their offer. Come yeah, <laughs> down. Here. And now, talk, I was talking about at the beginning of the segment about some of the uh, the designs of the beer will kind of determine whether or not you buy it. And this is a design that I looked at and I was like, all right, this is going home with me today. And uh, it's just a really stupid cartoon on the front. And it reminded me so much of the cartoon Adventure Time that uh, I grabbed it. Like, check that out if you can... Oh, that is kind of see it from there. That is kind of awesome. Yeah, it it's just really weird. Like this little man baby licking a skull lollipop. With, <laughs> I with Be, a, being nestled by a, a skull guy a with skeleton thing that looks like a tree stump with and, arms. And he's got a gun. It, yeah, and on, on his arm it says a uh, regretful tattoo. There's <laughs> 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 a bunch of ta- it, it's just a uh, very creative, very silly. And the skull guy has a ponytail. Mm. I find that important too. It does have a ponytail. It's it funny, a ponytail. but this is a great milk stout too. Uh, and it seven point zero ABV. Uh, once again, I have no idea it's in there. It's it's really good. Very tasty beer. Yeah, we've had uh, a lot of stouts on over over the course of the show, and this to me is probably the smoothest. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot that I just can't even deal. The flavor just over. It's just too strong for me. But this is very smooth. For me, this is very comparable to uh, Navigation's Milk Stout. This is very comparable to Left Handed Brewing Company's Milk Stout. Uh, this this is a, a very tasty Milk Stout. That's this, yeah. I, this may be one of the best. best yeah, I, I can't recall. normally do a, a lot of milk stout like stouts. Yeah, uh, but I could I could do a well. I used to be able. I could probably do a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, well, not now. I'd probably die. But uh. and something like this, if you want to go back to the munchies, this would probably go really good with that chocolate chip hamburger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know uh, what we're doing after this. <laughs> now, one thing when when you get yourself a nice stout too, get yourself some dark chocolate. Get I guess even milk chocolate, you know, and 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 take a bite of that chocolate. Let it kind of hang in your mouth for a little bit, and then take a sip of that milk stout. And I'm telling you. You're gonna uh, you're gonna witness magic. That's what's gonna happen, and you're gonna be amazed, and you're gonna be like, "Man, now I have lived." Just don't kill yourself because things stay good. All right, you can just keep drinking this stout. And <laughs> don't think, "Hey, it's only downhill from here," because it's not. So, you're, you're gonna do so great. Not, in life. not only am I having the calories from the stout, I'm adding chocolate into. The, the, my drinking now. Well, it's it's a good pairing. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right. Hey, we have one more beer we're gonna try, and we only have five minutes left. Oh. And uh, we have to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll be chatting with uh, Donnie Connolly, our local movie critic and cool mom. And cool mom. Yeah, I know. She keeps calling. To talk to Bob. Hey, cool your jets there, cool mom. Yeah, you can talk to Mike later. Yeah, you can talk to Mike after <laughs> we talk to Donnie Connolly. <laughs> what do we got next? All right. Next, I, I just grabbed this because I, I love this, and, uh, well, I, I grabbed a variety pack this week over at the liquor shop at 1201 Bridge Street in the Sunrise Plaza in Lowell, and uh, it's Stone Ruination Double IPA 2.0, and uh, I already know it's going to be a great beer. 
I really like the beer. And I figured, why the hell not just bring in some... <laughs> do a third beer, right? Yeah. Why, why not? Let's, Who, let's, who's who's going to cry? You going to cry? Let's push it to the limits. I'm going to give me... Oh, there it is. All right, cool. I'm on the ball here. Nice. There you go. What what uh what ABV is this one? Oh, boy. You want to take a guess? You want to sip and guess? Play a little game. I'll guess the ABV. All right. Sorry, I gave you a little munch. Yeah, it's real. Oh, that's got a lot of head on it too. In ruination, in a lot of head. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> now uh, this is uh, stone ruination, and I mean stone. Whenever you know you're gonna drink a beer made by stone, they they like the beers heavy. They're very arrogant, <laughs> hence arrogant bastard. I love stone. Uh, it's, it's just such a great brewery out of uh, the West Coast, and stone ruination double IPA. Says a uh, liquid, a liquid poem to the glory of the hop. <laughs> uh, West Coast IPA. This does seem very hoppy. Yeah, well, it's totally hoppy. It. Yeah. it has a hundred plus IBUs. Yeah, I'm holding the beer like six inches away from my face, and the hops I can smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. It's like seven. Eight point five. Eight point. Wow. Yeah. Are we are we are we sharing that cot there tonight? <laughs> there's only there's not even enough room for me on that thing. I'm, I'm soft as I'm comfortable to lay on, Chris. I'm just throwing that All right, out well, if, if I can be on top, then then <laughs> we have a we have a deal. Uh, the Stone Ruin IPA was the first full time brewed uh, in bottled West Coast double IPA on the planet. So Ruination Ruination has been around for a while. They're in California. They're in, out of California. As craft beer has evolved over the years, so too have techniques for maximizing hop flavors and aromas. For the second incarnation of our groundbreaking India Pale Ale, we employed dry hopping and hop bursting to squeeze every last drop of piney, citrusy, tropical essence from the hops that give this beer its incredible character. We've also updated, now not me, like us, but hey, st- I'm speaking for Stone here, alright? No, Chris Pooblon yeah. did this. We've also <laughs> updated the name to Stone Ruination Double IPA 2.0 to reflect the Imperial level intensity that's evident in every sip. Join us in cheering this, uh, the, the second stanza in our liquid poem to the glory of the hop. But, uh, uh delicious. Absolutely delicious. It's one of my goals. I, I, I love checking out brew pubs, but for how much I have uh, drank Stone, appreciated Stone, really enjoyed Stone, they have a brew pub out in West Coast, and uh, I need to get to it. Feel, <laughs> I really do I to. smell field trip? I think so. I think you do. We, but I, I feel like I'd be like Wayne's World, you af- know? After party on the road. When they met uh, <laughs> uh, Steven Ty- Tyler, we're not worthy, <laughs> we're not worthy. I think my whole idea of celebrities is going out the window. For I me, it's like beer people. I could get a Winnebago. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> we could call in every every night and just tell them where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. See, I, 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 I'd love to, but I'm kind of glued to Lowell for uh, at least the next two years. But soon, the, hey, the end is uh, the end is coming up, man. The end, uh, I'm almost done with school. I'm, I'm very excited about that. This? Oh, boy. Look, do yourself a favor. Get on over to the liquor shop and grab yourself this. Uh, uh, the, well, one of the things they have there is it's a variety IPA pack made from stone. And it's, it's a few different. In the IPA pack, there's one called uh, Pet Alaska. We've had that. It's, it's a lot easier for me to say now than it was then when nice we were work. drinking it that night. Uh, Pet Scala. I think I even, I'm saying it wrong still. Uh, 
You called it Pet Alaska. <laughs> they, they, they have a Belgian IPA. They have a, a, a delicious IPA. That's what it's called. And then they have this, the 2.0. And speaking of Belgian IPA, I know we only have a few seconds left. Uh, 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 navigation. Get down there soon when you can. They have a Belgian IPA, and it's amazing. It's really good. So, uh, hey, you know what? We'll be right back. Stay with us. Donnie Connolly, coming up next. You're listening to the after party. Hey, who farted? WCAP, we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed the news. I'm Chris Bublon, joined in the studio. There's uh, uh, Mike Mike LaPlante. And uh, hey, also joining us, we have Donnie Connolly. Hello, sir. How are you? What do you want this time? I, well, I, I just love your movie reviews. They're all so compelling. Who's I, Mike? Uh, Mike I'm, LaPlante. I'm Mike. What's up, dude? Have we met? I, uh, maybe. I, I hope so. I hope I like you. I hope you like me, too. We can snuggle later. All right, we're going there, huh? <laughs> well, uh, uh, Mike, he, he's a local comedian. He he likes his cigars, and he's uh, he's been hit, hitting the circuit. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're an electrician on the side. I, I got it. Yeah, That's I it. Yeah. He's an That's electrician. Right. <laughs> so, uh, hey, what movie do you have to uh, review for us tonight? All right, so I saw this little flick. You may have heard of it. It's called The Jungle Book. Okay, real cool. Yeah. Now, uh, I've heard a lot of people saying whether, uh, like, oh, it looks amazing. Um, me, I feel like too much CGI. It, it's it's getting a little overboard. Uh, the trailer, I don't know. I, I'm interested in what you have to say about it. Well, they made the, the animals in this movie were believable. The, the, kid, the interaction between the child and the animals, it was great. There was just a lot of great tension and drama and really good storytelling. And, oh, my God, Prince was one of the best pop artists of all time. <laughs> Are you I, they, this kid was incredible. He he would swing across the vines, and he'd hung out with the Bill Murray bear. You know Bill Murray, right? right. He played the bear, and it was great. And he was kicking the honeycombs down, and they were singing the songs together. Songs, Prince sang some great songs. God. You really are, uh, are, have been affected by uh, Prince's passing, huh? I uh, but, I thought that John Favreau did the basic job at directing it. <laughs> 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 so, did they try to uh, bring back any of the songs uh, that was in the uh, the cartoon that we all know and love, like the Bear oh, Necessities? The Bear Necessities. They did the uh, the song with the snake, the song snake, uh, snakey song there, uh, and they hit the monkey song and uh, uh, purple rain. Purple rain was not in the stuff. <laughs> oh, that's that's weird. Purple rain should be in everything, by the way. I guess. <laughs> I I'll be honest. I I wasn't. It should, be the, it should be the title of the new Avengers movie. It should be Avengers Purple Rain. <laughs> and it should, you should you should just watch uh, the Prince videos for two hours. Yeah. I, you yeah, know, let those I, actors take a break. They've been doing these movies for almost a decade now. Take a break. I will go to the theater. You call it Avengers and just play Prince videos. 
<laughs> well, Prince makes it okay, really difficult. Than, what, what's the ticket? Twelve bucks. I'll give you twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. You could, kids couldn't go to. Prince had some racy videos back in the day. I don't know if little kids can handle that these days. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, even for me, like I, I gotta admit, I wasn't a really big Prince fan. Children are ballsy these days. If, if a child can take on Shere Khan, then <laughs> surely they'll be able to endure a Prince video. Well, no. I mean, even his videos, they're just like an emotional Hispanic fella uh, making oh, weird is gestures. He, is he Hispanic? I don't know. I mean, he looks it, right? I, I mean, is I he? What's he, his I ethnicity? He, I think he was, uh, was African-American. Oh, really? I think so. Jeez, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he was one of those B-Lacks. I feel like he was just kind of a weird fellow that made music. Yeah. And he stayed out of the radar. He wasn't really talked about a whole lot, so I didn't really know much about his personal life. But I, yeah, was, I yeah, wasn't but a fan his, of his, his music. His race isn't a very personal thing. It's right there on the surface. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, you see that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking up his race right now. I, all I know is I graduated in the year 2000. And if I heard that song, uh, 1999, one more time, like oh, no. when I was in high school, I was going to lose it. So it was a lot of control. Oh, he, yeah, his parents are both African-American. All right, so I, I was wrong. Yeah, but this, you know, the, we're still not sure about whether or not he's Hispanic. Well, that's still up up for decision. <laughs> don't, you know, don't, don't just, just because his parents were black, that, that, that doesn't mean anything these you, days. Did you read that on Wikipedia? You, you don't know. Yes. I mean, he could have got, been walking, just strolling down the street, and then he got hit by, you know, some kind of uh, nuclear waste that makes you into a Puerto Rican. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, I hate when that happens. And, and he had a pretty good run, right? I mean, he was 57. Yeah? I mean, yeah, fun. Yeah, you're 57. That's a good year to check out. Yeah, especially when you're rich for most of it, right? Yeah, yeah I'm all, uh, goodbye. See you guys. 50, 57 is the new 90. I mean, how old how, how old are you? Oh well, you know the the uh, the lab results are, are still you know I'm waiting. I go I'm by the mailbox every day. They're still counting the rings. Okay, but uh, <laughs> I'm up there. Yeah, that's what I figured. Don't tell me you're going to be checking out soon. Now, what do you think? All right, look, I feel like a, a prince kind of really took away from China's thunder here. Because China died, I got I I got the word of her death this morning, and I I was like, wow, that's not I'm not really surprised by this. Well, they well, they're, they're all trying to one up this uh, Harriet Tubman news. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's all it is, you know. But there's going to be celebrities dying left and right. They're all trying to get on the goddamn bill. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't I don't think Prince is going to get on the bill, but maybe China. Maybe China could be up for it, right? I mean, yeah, I was, you know, I, I saw a news report in Hollywood. There's just a bunch of celebrities walking down the street, slitting their throats, just waving notes around, saying, "Put me on the 20." Everyone <laughs> wants to be on the 20 these days. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the uh, the thrill of that. Um, you wouldn't want to be immortalized on a piece of paper. No, I, I don't think I would. I, I I don't think I would. Not not for me. So, uh, Jungle Book, a good movie. I, I didn't. I, I didn't see it. Okay. I saw the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw the trailer as well. <laughs> Mike, I didn't see the first one either. The cartoon. I yeah. gotta be honest. So I saw the music videos from the first one. Oh, is that all right? <laughs> That's all I've seen. So you're pretty torn up about uh, the passing of Prince, huh? 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through the night. And if I don't, it's it's because I want to get on one of those twenties myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I suspect you will make it through the night because uh, I think you've had quite a few close calls, and I, I don't see you passing anytime soon. I do like to teeter around with. I, I like to pull Death's pants down once in a while to embarrass that guy. Right. He hasn't gotten me yet. <laughs> well, that's good, because if he touches you, you're going down, right? Is that what... Oh. I, I think if he touches you, you die. Okay. All right. So, you, so you're getting really close. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't mess around with that guy so much. All right. Hey, I don't know if I bugged you about this last week, but I, I know you're a movie critic, but uh, do, do you... Uh, I watch this new show called Baskets. I don't think it's that new, but it's newer. It's oh, with, with a Zach, Zach Galifianakis, Galifianakis yeah. and I've been really liking it. Now I'm wondering, have you have you took uh, time out of your day to check that show out? Well, I, the problem is I'm a theater guy. You know this. I'm a okay. movie theater guy. Yeah, yeah, you are. That's yeah, all I do. I'm only at the movie theater 24/7, and I am always begging them to just let me bring a TV in <laughs> and my foot tub. And just you know, yeah, you I'll like turn it down, key. and I'll sit in the back so the light doesn't get in people's face. But That's you know, right. they, they don't let me do it. Yeah, you have uh, a lot so of demands. I've never seen a TV show before. Yeah, really? Okay, well, yeah. I would suggest checking it out. I, I liked it. I can't. I, uh, so stop rubbing it in my face. I I, I will be done here. All right. Uh, now Louis, Louis Anderson's in it, and he's brilliant in the, in his role as uh, his mother. Yeah. He, oh, Willie Anderson. Yes, I I uh, I know him. I know him from Coming to America <laughs> and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who was he? <laughs> Wait, he was in Ferris Bueller. Well, I can't remember the Ferris Bueller one, but I I know Coming to America. Yeah. He was he was a delivery guy in Ferris Bueller. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I know is movies. Okay, well, that's I guess all you need to know then. Uh, all right, uh, so what's the next movie on the agenda for next week? Do you, do you know oh, yet? What, what, what do we got covered out? We're gonna we, we gotta we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Power, the Power Rangers Two Turbo. Oh, uh, so I should probably watch that this weekend, huh? Yes. Yeah. All right. So we I'll know what you're Power talking Rangers about. One. We're gonna do the whole. The whole duology. Oh boy, I can't. I can't do the Power Rangers, man. The duology, I like that. But uh, I'll, I'll watch it for you, Donnie. Good, good. Yeah, and then afterwards we can dock together and discuss it. This will be good. I don't think I want to dock with you, Donnie. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Have a good night, Donnie Connolly, everybody. Oh, <laughs> is docking what I think it is? I, I think it is what <laughs> oh, you think right. it is. Uh, all right, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm I, I'm not going to dock with Donnie. Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. That is the number if you want to chat with us. Uh, I just got to say that Donnie, he's just like an encyclopedia on movies. I mean, I just looked it up. Ferris Bueller, sure enough. Louis Anderson, Flower Delivery Man. Yeah, that's all he does is watch movies. Uh, and you know what? Every once in a while, we get a real movie review out of him. I, I went to Cameron's house when I was in Chicago from Ferris Bueller's. Oh, day. really? Yeah. And right, uh, the car drove out. Yeah, there? right into the, yeah. the gully in the back. But yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> big fan of the movie. I did not realize Louis Anderson was in it. So. Bueller, Bueller. That was like the most repeated line, wasn't it? Even like I remember being in class. And uh, the teacher calling out somebody's name, like more than three times, and then everybody would say Bueller, 
Bueller. <laughs> yeah. That's Classic. A, yeah, it really is. All right, so uh, 11.16, this is normally time. Hey, uh, cool mom, if you want to... Cool <laughs> Mike, mom. Mike really wants to chat with you. I'm excited. Otherwise, uh, uh, shoot, what else do they got have? Uh, once again, May 12th, put it on your calendar. That is the... Uh, uh, anniversary of Navigation Brewing Company, and I will be emceeing the event. Uh, there's going to be some live bands there. There's going to be comedy uh, from yours truly, as well as Ryan Cheney. Oh. What, what, what are roughly the hours? I'm sorry. Uh, it's I I I don't know. I don't know. Dude, you're MC I'm sure it'll be on Facebook. It will be. It, it, it's new. Uh, you know what? Normally they. Run there even like they're open on Thursdays from four to nine. Anyway, so on the night that they are actually uh, 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 doing that event, I imagine it would be the same times four to nine. And I already put in uh, that I'm going to be sick on uh, May thirteenth, uh, which runs on a Friday. <laughs> I'm going to be very sick, but I could be here for the afternoon show. So that's <laughs> that's what I put in for. Will you be here for the after party? Uh, no, I will not. No, I'm going to be too sick for the after party because I'm going to be having too much fun over at the navigation. So, actually, from uh, May 5th and May 12th, uh, there will be no after party. Whoa. But uh, we, after that, I'm going to make sure that I'm here for every show afterwards because we're going to be done for the summer starting uh, the last week we do the show is June 16th. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, June 16th, and that actually lands on my birthday, so I'm going to be sad about thir- uh, turning 32, uh, but hey. Young, don't be sad about it at all. Young pup. I got one more year till I can be famous like Jesus. We've got a caller. We do? Is it the cool mom? It is the cool Mike's mom. Mike's been waiting oh, for this. Awesome. Hey, cool mom. Hey, you told me I couldn't call to 1130, but then you said I could. You know what? My birthday is June 11th. June 11th? Oh, we're oh, really wow. close. We should high-five. I know, with Gemini. It's yeah. National High-Five Day, by the oh, way. Oh, that's a, that's a threesome. I'm high-fiving cause... you right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, do you fit the uh, description of a Gemini? I'm pretty nice, though. Oh, you're I'm pretty not, nice? I'm not, a, I'm not a psycho. No, I'm pretty okay. nice. All right, good, because I, I guess that's a typical Gemini, is a little psychotic. Like, they, they say we're a multi-personality type people, huh? Awesome. No, only if someone pisses me off, but no, I'm really yeah. nice. I'm a nice, nice person, I really am. That's good, that's but, good. But you'll cut a fool if you need to, is that what you're saying? Well, if they do it, yeah, if I had to, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I like the it. moment was right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what are you up to tonight? Well... Because you wouldn't let me talk earlier. So well, I you're fucking Bob, Bob, and I he have segments. Me and Bob are an item. But anyway, he's a good friend, and he remembered <laughs> my voice. So right. anyway, I told Bob I was going to critic your show. Oh, you are going to let me talk. Critique my show? Yeah, because in the beginning, like, you were talking about who you're voting for. You're no, I wasn't. You're going to Sanders, aren't you? I didn't even talk about that. What show are you listening to? Okay. When I first called, you talked about munchies, and I didn't get into that one. I said, well, I'll just listen for a while. Then you were talking about voters, and not, like Hillary. Did we talk? Did we? We had a news story about Hillary. Yeah. Oh, we had a news story. It was like a back to a girl flashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Cool Mom, have you ever flashed someone? No. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, see, no, we weren't talking about who we were going to vote for. We were talking about the news anchor. He was talking about a Hillary Clinton story, 
And I said, blah, 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 Hillary Clinton. But while he was doing that story, no, there was... talking about Bernie Sanders? No, well, no. no. No, we weren't feeling what the burn tonight. A different show? I don't that was the Jeff Santos show. <laughs> okay. That okay, was way earlier. So, and then you were talking, and this really hit home to me, okay? I'll tell you why. You were saying something about, because you were in the service, right? Right. You were saying something about, like, a soldier coming home, remember? Maybe. Yeah, and you were kind of making fun of it. And it's like, you know what? When that happened, right, when I was all for Obama, right? My son wanted to go into the Marines, and I was like, no, no, no. It was like the war. When all those, you know, all those poor boys came home, I used to cry. So that kind I'm of trying to follow home. with you, but I, I don't remember talking about that either. Okay. Are you well, sure you're not uh, listening to another show and I, then critiquing us? something fun. All right, what, 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 what do you want to talk about, cool mom? I don't know. I am cool, you know. I mean, all my kids are older now, you know. Right. Right. But um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And, and who's the comedian? Who's the... Mike is. I, I am, technically. Where do you, where do you comedian? <laughs> where do you comedize? Um, anyway, <laughs> you got a basement. I'll come there and tell you jokes. So I'll do it anyway, so. Well, how old? You guys are all young, huh? I'm, I'm 34. Uh, He's older uh, than me. I wouldn't say I'm young. And Chris, how old are you? I will. Um, I'm 31. Yes. And how old is my friend Bob? 45. Really, Bob? He's right up there with you. He is. I'm 52. Wow, we could actually. Yes. You uh, know what? He's married. And we're all Gemini's. I'm not. I'm a Virgo. Are you a Gemini too, Bob? I am. What's yeah. your birthday? The 20th. Oh, June. Do you know what? June is such a popular month. You know why? Why? I got one kid on the 5th, I got me on the 11th, I got one on the 24th, and I got one on the 28th. You can have it's a big crazy. party. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. We're always at the beach, though. I go to the beach for two weeks. All right. So, uh, I, you know, I, Mike, do you oh, have any questions for Let's talk fun. Let's, let's, what let's do you want to talk about? I, I I just you're called cool mom, so I'm just I'm just wondering what like. You want to know why I was called cool mom? Yeah. My son went to the beach and he says, "This is what I." Uh, what did he say? My kids call me cool mom. It's a big T-shirt or something. Anyway, but I am because you know why? Why? Because when my kids were growing up, you know, my kids can smoke pot. When they were young, <laughs> I let them. Yeah. Okay? Pot is whatever. It's not that bad. My kids are not big drug addicts or anything. Not you know big. I mean? they, they only do the... They just the <laughs> They only do a few different drugs. Yeah. No, no. You know, pot was okay. Whatever. And I always had their friends over. You know, that was the place to be because I knew where my kids were. So I was cool mom. I am their favorite mom for their friends, too, you know. Did you used to buy them beer? No, never, no, no, no. Would you, oh, no. But if they had it, would you let them I drink let it? I them hang in my basement, and we had a pool table, and whatever they brought in, I didn't, you know, I didn't, um, you know, I didn't. Uh, hey, uh, what's your favorite munchie? Me? What, what do you like to eat? Not much. Um, <laughs> me? I really don't. Oh, so, so cool, mom. When I'm getting bored with this. Right? I really am. I really don't. I'll be eat honest. A lot, cool, mom. W- would you smoke pot with your kids? Only once in our basement, right? But I didn't do it with them. You didn't inhale. They walked away. They walked away, and I did it. And it's like, you know why I did it? 
I've had a really bad day at work. Yeah. Only time. It's normally you know, a good reason. That's nothing for me. There's nothing for me. No, oh, that's too bad. You didn't smoke enough. Should have <laughs> done more. I guess. Well, hey, uh, are you torn up about Prince's demise? You know what? Hey, this is what you guys will never believe, right? I, I, I guess. I smoked to Drake it in about, since January, right? I moved to Drake it. I still don't have cable. I have no TV. Watching friggin' tapes. That's still paying for a cable bill. But anyway, my friend told me about that. He's too young to die. He's 57, yeah. <laughs> That's too young. I mean, he's... Skinny. I mean, what did he do? He didn't do drugs, did he? I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. He, he, he was famous. He had the China, flu. Though. Wasn't that said. China yeah. on the um, rehab show, wasn't she, before? Yep, China. Yep, yeah. she was on the rehab show. Why she was on One Night in China. She, uh, yeah, she was in porn, yeah. Yeah, she was uh, a yucky lady. Yep. Yeah, and then somebody told me that uh, everybody loves Raymond's mother died. Too, oh, yeah. Three, yeah. right? I, I guess, you know what, you're right. I guess there's three. But now, you know what, I, I think I, it's flipped. I think we're waiting for the third person that needs to die it has to have one name. No, that, no. Oh, yeah, well, think about it. You had China, died with, right? Like, you had Prince. Office, but, I mean, maybe she was first. I don't now know. you have either, I think I think what we're going to expect is either Sting, Cher, Madonna. Oh, you know? oh Cher, though, isn't it? Like, oh, my God, you read those things. That, I mean, Cher, maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe. But hey, you know what? Hey, uh, we got to take a break soon. So hey, do, is there anything else you want to criticize before we leave? I don't know. Make have the comedian make me laugh. Uh, you know what? That's never guaranteed on these shows. Yeah, I'm not a trained monkey. All right, we're, we're just we're, oh, oh, the other comedian talking to me. And Chris, where's Chris? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are too. Hey, Chris, are you married? I am married. Yes. Are you are? Okay. I'm sorry. No, 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 not for me. I, I just mean, heard a rumor. That's all. Oh, what, what rumor yeah, did you hear? Yeah, what was the rumor? Because mm. I used to listen to the Sunday show. That's how I was delightful Deb. Okay, now I'm cool mom. But ah. they were saying on um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, you had you went out to, um, you know, had coffee and cabbage with Cindy. Oh, yeah? That's what the guy said. But, you yeah, know, bro, I I, I was downstairs and uh, I got some corned beef and cabbage from uh, Cappy's Copper Kettle, and I and I gave some cin- to Cindy. <laughs> you know Peter? Yeah, her dad. You know him? He's, yeah, yeah. He's also married. Uh, I know, but I talked to him and he knew my voice. And then I said that to Bob, and then Bob said he would never forget my voice. And then I called three weeks later, and he he remembered me. Oh go. well, look at that. Well, hey, you I'll have yourself a your good voice. night. Cool, mom. <laughs> Okay. Cool mom. I'll, 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 I'll smoke with you fun, next time, cool mom. Yeah, sounds good. I sounds... Have a bad night. That's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So have a good night. Um, we're going to take yeah. a quick break, and when we come back, I think it's going to be more than that. More, more of this. Now uh, I'm I'm looking for a fun song to go out on. I guess we could have went out on uh, "Smoke Two Joints," uh, or uh, "Because I Got High." Or, uh, but we're not. We're going to go out uh, on a Weird Al song, oh, Party in the CIA. Because, hey, you know what? I have tickets to Weird Al. I got, I got a bunch of tickets. What? And I'm going to see him September 1st. What? Here in Lowell. What, you haven't heard he's coming to Lowell? I heard that. I knew you had a bunch of tickets. Well, I have four. Oh, I have right. four tickets. If if I can uh, spare one, I will. But because uh, I, I know kids under twelve get in for free. You know, my birthday is right then. Really? Yeah. So oh, it'd well, be a nice birthday present. Yeah, we'll have to chat. <laughs> so stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. 
recently with a plain and simple dream. Wanna infiltrate some third world place and topple their regime. Those men in black with their mansion suitcases, where everything's on a need to know basis. Agents got that swagger, everyone's so cloak and dagger. I'm feeling nervous, but I'm really kind of wishing for an undercover mission. Step on the red alert, came on the radio, and I put my Back to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poublant. We're in the studio. We have uh, Mike LaPlante. Hey, how's it going? We have Bob Philpot at his two-year anniversary here, working hard <laughs> on the after party, answering phones. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, tell us how your day has been, I guess, um, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, in this last half hour, uh, hey, it, it's a free for all. You can talk about your favorite munchie. Yeah. What was that uh, that food that uh, you like to go for when you uh, are a little uh, in- inebriated? Yeah. <laughs> um, you call saying your mom's cooler than cool mom. And, uh, yeah, you could do that. Uh, that that could be something you do. Or um, I don't know. I could just keep complaining because. Hey. Can I throw something out there? What's I up? have I have a, a a situation that I went through. Okay. Okay. So I was just down in Philly. Okay. Yes. And um, so uh, I was like, I am going for a cheesesteak. Right? Okay. And uh, so I went. T- uh, so there was a debate that kind of went back and forth in my head. Okay. You I think, think the perfect cheesesteak is going to come as a Philly cheesesteak. Well, so people said, oh, well, you know. Don't go to the originals. And I read all the reviews about the original place, and I'm like, it's not that good. Really? Now, do you go and try and get the best cheesesteak, or do you go to the original place? Oh, the way Knowing you're going to be. Oh, well, the, actually, there's, so there's two that are right across the street from each other. There's Pat's and Gino's. Yeah. And Pat's, um, and so they say they invented it. Um, um,. I would go to whichever one's better, to be honest with you. If you've seen the reviews, that they're actually good. Because what would the, no. now? I, I feel like I've seen this on TV before. Oh yeah, yeah. And they use like the canned stuff. It's don't cheese they? whiz. Is they it? use uh, cheese whiz. You can get provolone, but uh, cheese whiz is, I think, the the way that people get it. Really? See, for me, uh, a, a real cheese steak for me is with American cheese. Yeah. As someone that makes steak and cheeses, um, yeah. Yeah, he's American. But I feel like it's so regional that what we might like is different than what yeah. uh, people I, out there might like. I, I'm thinking if I'm getting a good cheesesteak, I'm just going to go to Brother's Paint and crank it or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not... Uh, i got to say, I've been craving o, o a cheesesteak for a while. Oh, Daddy's in Haverhill. Oh, Daddy's in Haverhill? Is yeah. that where you work? That's where I work. Oh, really? I make I make a bomb cheesesteak. Oh, man, I used to hate making cheesesteaks, man. I, I worked at Blue House. 
And uh, I used to, and everybody wants to order their cheesesteak differently. I want peppers. I want onions yeah. and peppers. I want mushrooms, onions, and peppers. I want all of that, but no spices, no oregano and pepper that you normally put on. I want light cheese. I want, and, oh my God, I hated it. I want a, I want a bomb. You know what? I want a steak and cheese. I think I'm going to get that tomorrow. Bob, do you know what I would do? I would go get the good steak and cheese, and uh, but I would go and get take the classic picture outside the place. <laughs> be like, oh, I went okay, there, well, but uh, their food sucks, so I went and got a good one. Well, yeah. the funny thing is, is the reviews were so bad, yeah, that I had it, and I was like, this isn't that bad. Um, well, maybe you shouldn't read the reviews then. Yeah, I mean, I did it, you know, and I just went to the original, but uh, I had so many other people say, oh, you shouldn't go there, you should go to this really? place instead, and I was like, you know, forget it, I'm just going to go to the place where this, you know, they put the cheesesteak well, on the map. In all fairness, there's only so many ways you can make a cheesesteak, no, you know? No, there's, well, because we shave, it's like really fine shaved steak, yeah. but they, theirs is like steak em almost, like, really? uh, I believe. Is it thicker? It was a little bit thicker. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, w- the cool thing, and I don't know if they still do it, but I know they did it then at Blue House, is um, they have one steak that they sh- they shave super thin. Yeah. Right? So if you're ordering a regular steak and cheese, that's what you get. But if you order the Philly steak, there's uh, one version that they shave that's a little thicker. Yeah. And then they just make it with that. For me, I'd rather have it thinner because the thinner, it's more tender, it falls apart yeah. easier, it's easier. Uh, you, you throw some uh, cheese in there, maybe a light mayo, uh, no. and you're in heaven. It's good. Yeah. I haven't had a steak and cheese in a long time. Pickles and ketchup, and damn, I'm getting hungry. Um, but yeah, no, I, I say, hey, go where it's good, but if, if you want that sentimental value, go, hey, try it out. You should have got one from Pat's and one from Gino's and compared the two and then yelped about it. Right, like you and your wife get a small and split it and then go get a small across the street yeah. and split it? We just split it at Pat's and we're on our, we were on our way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had so many people, oh, you shouldn't go there, you should go to this place. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look, hey, uh, y- y- you tried it. If you liked it, then cool. Um, I'm not going to tell you no. <laughs> I mean, it's like coming up here for seafood. You'd be like, oh, i got to go to the, the was it, the Clam Box in Ipswich. Everyone raves about oh, it. Oh, you know yeah. what? I was even thinking the one in, uh, like, Hampton, where what Browns oh, versus... Oh, Browns. There's so many, yeah. The yeah. Clam Box so and ev- Everyone's going to have their own opinion on it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because I, I always went to Markey's, but, like, really? I, never, I never went to Browns. See, I, you know, I, I see everybody that are big fans of the lobster roll, but I've never been a fan of, like, the lobster salad or whatever they do, yeah. so I don't know. Like, I want to like it because it looks wonderful. It really does. It looks so good. But I know if I took a bite out of it, I wouldn't appreciate it as much as somebody who actually liked it would, yeah. you know? As long as it's not from McDonald's. But I what I do like, though, is uh, clam strips. I can't do I can't do clam uh, with the bellies the whole yeah. clams I don't like the fried whole clams, mm. but at least once a summer I get a big order of clam strips and I eat them to myself. Yeah, don't let anybody into my clam strips, man. Is there somewhere you go for those? Anywhere on the beach, anywhere. I think. Yeah, you I think really, you, you can't I, mess up a clam strip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think around here, what you'd get is like you know I, I think it's all frozen no matter where you go. I, I I honestly don't know. Hey, if somebody knows a better place to get like the best clam strips, tell me. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to. I'd be interested. I mean, it sucks going somewhere where you're getting it and you know they just pulled it out of like a bag uh, out of a box and yeah. mm. they threw it into a fryer. But 
I mean, I imagine if you go to a place on the beach, you're going to get, like, good stuff. Yeah. But, hey, what do I know? <laughs> I need to make that a podcast, but, hey, what do I know? Well, you know, but everyone's going to have their own opinion on it. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, no, you can't go there. Like, my parents, mm. they go to Doobies in uh, in Salem. and they like Salem Mass? Or Salem, Salem Mass. Oh. And they rave about it. But I'm like... It takes forever to get there, yeah. And, and like by the time we get there and, and eat, I'm just like, it's it's not that great. It's not worth the drive, but they love it. You know, it's their favorite place in the world. So right, you know, I think I found a new favorite place in the world, and I might have to go there for my birthday to celebrate. Is like gauchas or gauchas or gauchos? Oh, I, in uh, Manchester? Yeah, I, I think I, I'd love to go with uh, some other people though. I don't want to go what, by myself. What is it? It's a Brazilian oh, steakhouse. Gotcha. And uh, only go if you want to fill yourself up to the point you're going to explode. Which, yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah. No, not for you. So yeah. I don't think it would be worth the money. <laughs> no, probably Because I know you got that surgery. Yeah. And I'm uh, looking mighty good, sir. Thank, thank you, sir. But, yeah, I'd take like two bites. I'd be like, oh, I, that was the best $30 I've ever spent. Jeez, yeah. and they keep coming back at you with more. <laughs> that would be awful. I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I can certainly put some stuff away. And I, I, I requested the chicken hearts. Really? Yeah, because they come at you. They, 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 the flank steak, sir? Yes. Chicken, uh, bacon-wrapped chicken? Bacon wrapped sirloin, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage, yes, please. Prime rib, oh, you know it. And they, they just keep coming at you with all these different meats, and you're like, yes, yes again, I've yes been, some more. I've been going to food shows a lot. And What's that? They like, like if you own a restaurant, like it's all the vendors from. Oh like, really? Yeah, so pretty much you just walk around and eat. Get out of here. That's all you do. You just like <laughs> you get to try stuff. So I had some. Uh, it was like pre-done uh, prime rib. Really? And like the guy's talking to me about it. I'm, I'm never going to order it. I work at a sub shop. We right. don't do that. And like I cater events, but I just cook my own prime rib. But he's telling me about it, and that I'm standing there, and I'm just eating it. <laughs> I'm just, like, just going to keep eating your samples because these are wonderful. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. that's funny. That's all you do. You just keep eating. You know, one place, uh, I've only been here once, and I, I'd love to go there again with the uh, intention of actually ordering food is Daniel Hall. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I know I went there as a kid, and I got some food, and I got cheaper stuff. Because, but at the same time, you know, when you walk around there, you, you wonder really, like, what what is there that's good? Like, what's good at Daniel Hall? Everything looks decent, but there's nothing that's like, wow, man, I can't wait to go back for that. So I maybe think, I take that back. Yeah, I kind of think of that kind of more as a tourist trap area. And really? There's not too much. Maybe there's some stuff that's authentic there, but. It, yeah. yeah, it seems like it, they'd have, like. Isn't it like it's like a mall food court almost? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I take that back. Never mind. But there's there's like a place like that in in Philly, and there's a place like that in Baltimore, which yeah. actually has like really good stuff in it. Uh, but I don't. I I think like it's like Sabaros and stuff like. That. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember there was a, a potato place that I liked when I was a kid. We went there for uh, I was in a culinary arts class, and we went there uh, for um, a field trip. And we grabbed some food. I remember being very happy with what I got, but I was st- I was still younger. And I every time I go there, we just completely avoid it altogether. Yeah. I know. Um. I next day I'm I'm going into Boston. Actually, is uh, oh boy, it's coming up. It's uh, July 16th. I will be in Boston, and it's for their beer and barbecue fest. Oh, nice. And I I bought tickets. I don't know if they're still available. Actually, I almost want to look it up to see. Uh, but. 
you get unlimited two ounce samples from uh, I think six to nine thirty p.m. And every table you go to, you get to sample the barbecue food. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, I'm excited. And you know, uh, full disclosure, I, I paid for the event. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. It's it's one event I actually paid to go to. And uh, did that irk you that you had to pay? No, for no, no. I was happy because I feel like I'm very lucky. I I, I get uh, very lucky in the uh, event. I get to actually go to a lot of the events, especially around here, without um, you know. <laughs> having to put up a whole lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm very happy about that. So I figured, you know, why the hell not spend a couple bucks to go to a, to a beer event. And uh, But the thing is, is I hate going to Boston. I hate it. I don't want to drive there, you know. Yeah. So I know we're planning on taking the train down. Okay. Uh, and I'm hoping it ends at 930. Uh, it's, it's on uh, Charles Street, Stewart Street area. Um, I don't know how that translates. Yeah, that's kind of uh, near the common. Is it? All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, and right afterwards, we'll be heading to North Station so we can g- come back home and uh, take some Uber or a Luna taxi. Sounds nice. Yeah, I don't know because I'm not driving that night. I I don't like going to these events knowing I have to drive because uh, yeah, I mean you're going to an event where you're going to be drinking beer. The last thing you want to yeah. think about is having to drive anywhere. You want to limit your two two ounce servings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to be annoying, and I want to be that annoying guy that doesn't have to worry about driving and and getting arrested. Because I would deserve to get arrested if I was going to drive as drunk as I plan on being that night. Exactly. <laughs> you could counteract it with the barbecue, though. You just got to eat more barbecue. Well, it also depends, too. Is it all protein, or is there some bread in there somewhere? Oh. Are there baked potatoes that's going to absorb some of this alcohol? Or am I just eating all protein? I feel like protein wouldn't absorb the alcohol as much as uh, bread and potatoes and macaroni and cheese does. But, hey, look, I'll have a full report come September when we're back on the air. Because, uh, like I said, the the day I turn 32 is my last show for the summer. And I'm really counting them down at this point, because I'm excited <laughs> to not have to sleep on a cot on Thursday nights. Not that I have to eat anyway, because I know Gabby kind of threw me onto the best saying she would, uh, you know, take me home and, and uh, you know, take me back in the morning. But now, now it's one thing I'm grappling with, because here, I sleep on a cot, I wake up at like 4, and I'm ready to get up, I'm ready to do my newscast, I'm yeah. ready to wake up, I'm ready to do everything I need to do. Now, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with that, and, and I've come to terms where that's okay. I, I, that's fine with me. Uh, now, would I be more comfortable going home and sleeping for a few hours instead? Maybe. But maybe I'd be too comfortable. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you wake up at 6 o'clock, you're like, oh, no. Right, or, or <laughs> I look at the clock, because normally I set my clock for 4.45 every morning. And uh, I wake up, I throw my clothes on, I brush my teeth, I throw in some deodorant, and I come in here. And that's my routine every morning. I cry a little bit on the way, <laughs> only a little, and uh, I, I get here. Now, uh, to but at that same coin there, uh, I, I, I go to bed every night at like 9.15 if I could, you know? Yeah. If I go home, I, I'd get home at like 12.15, I'd pass out, I'd wake up at like... 4.45, and uh, I'd be miserable. I wouldn't want to get out of bed. I'm warm and comfy, and it's on a nice, comfortable bed. Why would I want to come here in the morning? I don't know. Is it a smart bed? No, it's not yet, no. <laughs> well, I know uh, we're getting a refund back, and uh, we're ordering beds. 
I'm not getting uh I don't, I'm not worried about Gabby cheating on me, so I'm not getting one of those uh cheat infidelity beds, but I think we're going to go for a smart bed or uh, uh, uh the number, smart number, number bed, uh, sleep number. Sleep number, that's it. D- have you ever paid any attention to like the beds you sleep in? Like do you have a specific bed or well, uh I just got a new bed, and by new it was my sister's old bed, and it re- <laughs> so it's not really a new bed. It replaced a mattress that was older than I was. Okay, um, and I think I was like the fourth person to have it. Yeah, and it was about like it was about like six inches thick <laughs> by the time I got rid of it. Yeah. And uh, my new one, my newer one is uh, is it's like uh, fourteen inches. Yeah, it's like sleeping on a cloud. I'm like. Compared to the old one, I was like, wow, this is, like, way better. Oh, my gosh. So, I guess where I'm... It's new to you, but it's old to somebody else. Yeah, but it was only, uh... She bought it last year. Okay, all right. Well, and, then that's then not she, that bad. And she didn't, she didn't like it, so she really? got a new one. And I was... I'm like, it could be 10 years old, and it'd still be newer than the mattress I had. So, right. I mean... The mattress I have, uh, I got out of the military... And I moved in with my mom, and there was a bed upstairs, all right? And I started using that bed. I met Gabby and got her pregnant. She started using that bed, and <laughs> that's the bed we've had. So I don't know how old the bed is, but we need a new bed, because every morning I wake up, I feel like a question mark. And I'm not confused about anything. I'm just, that's the way my body is shaped when I'm waking <laughs> up in the morning. So uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So we're, yeah, we're getting a refund back, and we're we, we're married. This is the first full year we've been married, and uh, so we did our taxes together. And I just think that uh, it's time for a new bed. Because all right, personally, for me, I could wake up like a question mark. I I don't really complain about it. I might be sad to myself for a little while, but that's fine. Uh, she uh, doesn't like the idea because I'm, I'm heavier than she is. So when we're going to bed, she's always rolling towards the middle. <laughs> towards, towards the hole you created? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought maybe it was just the side I was sleeping on. So I switched sides. And I still I sleep like a rock, man. I'm down. I'm out. I am comfy. And uh, every time I wake up, she's kind of sitting up still. <laughs> she's she's stretching. So I know she's not really having too many good nights. Yeah. <laughs> So she did uh, say she sleeps better when you when I'm not there. when you work on Thursdays. Yeah, that's right. So sleep well, honey. Sleep well. Uh, but so uh, that's what I'm thinking, and I, I think it's probably a really good investment. I, I hear the sleep numbers are really expensive, and my parents had one. I don't know if they've changed. Yeah, but it was probably the worst thing I've ever laid on. Really? Yeah, it was. It was awful. I, I don't know if the new ones are better. Because right. theirs was like ten. They bought it like ten years ago. Okay. Well, I have and, to imagine it's better now. And yeah, it was awful. It was atrocious. I just I I I need to get something. And and they, you know sleeping is pretty damn important. You know you don't think about it, but you spend a third of your life on a bed. Yeah. You know. Get one of those pillow tops. That's what I have, and it's it's uh. It's I, we wonderful. tried that though. Like just the top. Like no 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 no. One of those mattress pillow top mattresses. Wow. Well, so it's it's uh. It's I've heard the Bobopedic, and I've heard of all these yeah, other things. It's magical. I don't know. You have any complaints about your bed, Bob? No, I've got one of these uh, the foam mattresses, and I think it's great. Really? Oh, the memory foam. Yeah. See, oh. I'm a bigger guy, and so I just imagine that thing would grab me, and it'd be like I'd be <laughs> like a Freddy Krueger movie. I'd be all freaked out, like I couldn't move, and and all hot. So like, <laughs> I I was like when I was thinking about buying my own bed. 
I, I was thinking about one of those. And I'm like, it's going to get me, and I'm going to be stuck, and I'm not going to enjoy any of it. So I, I was glad she didn't have one of those to give me because I would have had one at this point. But uh, um, that's funny. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. I, it does it grab you like that? No, I mean it just kind of it slowly you just kind of slowly sink into wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, but at some point, you know, it gives and. I don't know. Man, I can't wait. I need a new bed. I can't wait. I'm but looking forward to it. You don't end up in one of those situations where you have, you know, like our old mattress, we had to flip it over every so often just because it would start to... Sink you know, in the <laughs> Yeah. You would end up kind of dropping to where, yeah. you, where you slept. Because so. I, I can't, like, in the middle of the night, I can't stand touching her. She's like, like, a, like 300 degrees. And <laughs> I, I want to stay nice and cool. And this woman, she just burns up. And I, 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 you know, like when you go to sleep, you're supposed to cool off. You're not supposed to burn up. I sleep with a fan. Yeah, so well, I sleep with a fan only because I go to bed before my kids do. Their bedtime is uh, 9.30. They go to bed right at 9.30 every night. And for me, I go to bed at 9.15. But when I'm gone, they like to jump around a little bit more. And I, I tell them, hey, look, if you wake me up, you're going to bed early tomorrow. So they're a little quiet. They try, but I, I turn the fan on because, look, I got a 6-year-old, I got a 12-year-old, and I got a, a 10-year-old. They're going to be a little loud. Yeah. So I do that for more noise than actual feeling of the fan. But uh, I, I love, if I can be cold when I sleep, I love it. Like Yeah. When I go to a hotel... I like tweak the air conditioner. So oh yeah, it's like a meat locker when you walk in my See, room. See, I, I like being chilly, but I, I still like being warm. You know, like I like having a nice the blanket on me. Yeah, it but forces I, I like you to feeling, like like bundle up and not, yeah, yeah. So, but still, half of me normally hangs outside the blanket. Now, Gabby, she stays like completely tucked under in the blankets, and uh, and she's normally cool when we're going to sleep, but. When I'm waking up in the middle of the night and I'm a little cooler and comfortable, that woman is like hot to the touch, and I just wonder like how, how <laughs> is this happening? Ah, oh, stay on your side, woman. I'll stay on mine. That's what I normally <laughs> stick with. But hey, we got like three minutes left, man. Woo. I gotta say, thank you for coming out tonight. No problem. Um, I'm gonna like, I'm getting tired though. It's yeah. Late night. I was expecting Alan Richardson to show up, uh, but he probably... Uh, he went to bed like a he smart went to bed. man. He went to bed, yeah. It's going to be rough for you because you said you got to wake up at like 5 in the morning, huh? Yeah, to go go pump some iron. Pump some iron, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, man, i got to thank Jay over at uh, Zone Fitness. I've been seeing that fella uh, twice a week. And uh, it's funny, like, when, when I'm working out by myself, I set the standards, you know? Yeah. And 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 it's easy to kind of get a little a little lax on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. But this fella, he he pushes me. <laughs> and uh, today we did uh, for a test the first workout he scheduled for me. And uh, it's funny because I remember that day finishing, being like, "Oh man, I think I'm gonna throw up. I'll be right back." Yeah. And uh, it was awful. I hated it, and I felt like I was gonna die. And today I did that workout, and I got through it. And easier and i think i I did even more than i did that time and uh it's funny because it really puts it into perspective for you because sometimes you don't realize that you're getting any stronger sometimes you don't realize that you're doing anything good for yourself but sure enough you certainly are yeah and uh today i i I saw that it was it was pretty cool but uh (laughs) you have any uh future shows locally that you're going to be at that we can find you um 
No, no well, no. I, I no. just go wherever I can, you yeah. know. Um, and there's plenty of local ones. Where'd you go tonight, by the way? I went to the uh, Carla Rose Cigar Bar in Pelham. Uh, I feel like I drive by that on uh, on uh, 38 all the time. Yeah, it's right uh, right after you pass into the town. How often uh, do they do comedy shows? It, it was their first night tonight. Really? And they're doing it every other Thursday. So Every other uh, Thursday? All right, so 8, 8 p.m. It's a nice little room, actually. Yeah, um, let me know when I can get on, because I, like I said, after June 16th, we're not going to be doing it anymore, and yeah. I'd love to come by, especially somewhere local. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a nice little room, and... Uh you know, I've done pin- I do pinatas. They yeah, do it pinatas once a month. Yeah, pinatas in uh, Winter Circle in Salisbury. Uh, that's a great room. Um, yeah. Murphy's in uh, Manchester is yep. a, is a nice little room. All uh, right, real cool. Yeah, anywhere I can, you know. Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming by tonight. Here at 980 WCAP. Uh, that music means it's time for us to leave. All right. It's been a fun show. I had a lot of fun. I had fun. Thank Munchies, you. Munchies, beer. That's Talking it. with my wife on the radio. <laughs> it's the only time she's not going to fight with me. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, have a great night. Uh, get some sleep. And, uh, hey, we'll be here bright and early in the morning. So, thanks, Bob. Thank you. And, uh, thanks, yeah, Bob. Thank you. Thanks, get, cool mom. <laughs> get some sleep.